Uh, you ready? Oh, yeah. Let's go. Let's raw dog this episode like we raw dog life. Raw dog this episode like we raw dog life. Welcome to the Shark and Joe Shark Podcast with Dylan and Joe from the Dylan Joe Basin Podcast. Today's episode's about sharks. That's Joe. Joe, say hi, everyone. I'm about to take a bite out of this podcast because it's Shark mm-hmm. Week at the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. Oh, Discovery Channel Shark Week is in summer. Not at the Dylan Joe Basement Podcast. Shark Week is right now. It's hurricane season, baby. And the sharks, they're biting. There's chum in the water. And by chum, I mean podcast content. Podcast Thank you, content. Dylan. Yeah, you're welcome. Welcome, everybody. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, um, we do this uh, as much as we can. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have a podcast sometimes about sharks, sometimes about stolen art. But today, mm-hmm. we're going to bring you some pumpkin spice edition Shark Week. Oh, yeah. It's, it's the pumpkin spice season, and the sharks are thirsty the sharks yeah. are wearing out boots <laughs> they're wearing north faces <laughs> is that reference even so funny i don't think people but you know is anyone old enough to listen bitch. to this actually to know what bug boots are they're a basic bitch let's put it that way yeah that's true this is true i just wondering like i don't know like maybe our demographic like on my tiktok most of my followers are around 14 i think that's how <laughs> statistics work yeah like the content if you have that i post TikTok, goes right to the 14 year olds for you pages 14. uh and most of if all 13 to 15 likes on average that i get on any bullshit i make is uh <laughs> going to some kid's mom's phone i love the idea of you showing up garden martian on a for you page people are like this is for you and it's you <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly like is this for me Yes, it is. The USS Albacore was first laid down in Portsmouth Naval Shipyard in 1952. Yeah, and just <laughs> your beautiful just mug winking at the camera. You're like, in, yeah. The little boy in Kansas City his mom's phone looking at this. Like, it's <laughs> pretty much, that's pretty much where I'm at. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a no-brainer, really. Yeah, yeah, it's the it's DJBP, baby. We're back again. Yeah, we're back again. I don't um, actually know what episode number we're on, but who gives a fuck? 63 to 69. It's, yeah, it's in um, the range. It's in that range. 69 is going to be a good podcast. Oh, man, that's we have coming up. So that's going to be funny. Um, uh, a lot of options. Um, but uh, yeah, so um, so over the Rated. summer, there's been, uh, there's been a shark. lot of stuff going on in the ocean. There's been uh, a uh, monsoon of sharks in some locations, increasing wow. frequency. And uh, and me and Joe are just here to let you guys know whether you're driving, riding, shitting, pissing, banging away that uh, we're going to let you know about a couple things about some sharks. Yeah, I think we're talking about all about sharks today. Do you want to start off by telling me and the audience what brought this up today? Because this was your idea. And as of many of your ideas, I'm going whole hog. Yeah, Uh, what brought up is that I've decided uh, as I get older and, you know, have different life insurance policies and stuff like that, that... (laughs) um the the uh i've decided i think 
I want to go by shark attack. Yeah, really? That's yeah. <laughs> I did not see that coming. Yeah, that's really it. much like a only, shark attack. You the did only not thing I can make peace with is that um, anything else is too traumatic. By like, it's too sad. Really? Yeah, because this is funny mixed with pretty quick. And most people who like have had a shark attack. Don't the definition of a shark attack is a traumatic event. It's the most traumatic event, but like, I'm not down. I'm not down plane crash. I'm not down car crash. I'm not down getting shot. I'm not down with like, you know, the, thing oh, I would the, pick the, all with getting of those. choked with getting choked during sex. I'm not down with any of these things. I'm oh, that last one, maybe not, but I would pick all those three before I pick shark attack. Car accident. You kidding? Yeah. Me? Dude, those are horrible. Oh, as long as it kills me. Yes. Well, dude, a shark attack, what happens is, okay, best case, you get your head bit off immediately. You ain't know. Second you'd best. Be, no, they never bite the head. No, I know. They always you bite your limbs, and then you and you drown and bleed out while it tears you to smithereens. You're lucky if you drown first. I know, but I know what bleeding out feels like to a certain extent, because when I gave blood, I passed out. So, you know, like. I, right, but you were never under the assumption that you were going to die when that happened, right? I mean, I sort of thought I was, because my first time, but like. I, hey we've all uh, been there <laughs> someone puts something in you you start bleeding and you think you're gonna die <laughs> happens every now and then and then you wake up and they give you a cookie and they give you so i've had two number. parts of a shark attack i have i have lost enough blood that my body responded and made me made me pass out and mm-hmm. i've also gone into shock from trauma when i broke my arm so okay. a combination of the two you have no idea what's going on all of a sudden sure. you're surfing having a good time uh, and arguably the best place on earth is on a surfboard and um and then you get it by a shark and uh in the circle of life continues and all i of think sudden, the at the absolute terror and and the you wouldn't know helplessness though. that mm-hmm. have to do with an animal attack i mean people who have survived shark attacks bear attacks lion attacks they said i've never been through something more terrifying in my life and it was the, the, just the most visceral fear and panic i've ever felt in my life yeah, so they survived though. So one, I didn't. Right, say, but you didn't I feel didn't... that when you're drawing. When they had your blood drawn, they gave you a cookie. You didn't. You weren't being torn apart limb from limb by a wild animal who had no conscience. No, but you were surrounded attacks... by doctors. They were, I mean, nurses. Let's be honest, but you know, they're they're there to make sure you're okay. Even if you were in bad shape, they're going to help you out. If you're in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean and there's a great white ripping your leg off, you're not going to be like, oh, wow, I'm in shock. Oh, this is crazy. I mm-hmm. might just pass out and wake up and have a cookie. No, you're going to be in intense amounts of fear that it'll be hard for you ever to get rained on again without panic. Uh I think you're I, underplaying an animal attack for how scary. I, it's I, I am, but I'm, but I, I didn't say that I wanted to get killed by a bear, Joe. I said shark. Shark. Bear attack is not on my list. Okay. That is terrifying. Uh, shark, like a shark attack, attack which is un- <laughs> exactly. So I've seen. I saw a shark. I saw a video of a shark biting a guy's. If um, I got stung by a jellyfish, off. I'd be panicking. Sorry, God. Yeah, because he didn't die. Like, I saw a guy get his hand bit off by a shark, and that was because he was fishing and it cut up and it like it bit on and spun and just like it just, oh, like, it ripped off. his pinky off. Oh, that's what it was. He goes lost my damn pinky. Lost Blood my damn everywhere. Pinky. It was crazy, you know. But like, if you if you get your leg bit, most people feel like they they got like they get a lot of pressure and they look back and like, oh shit, you know? Yeah, awful. and they bleed out and die. So so, but that that you know, just because I'm exposed to every time that I get on get out in the waves. I have to think that there are sharks. I check my apps every time I get out there just for the major ones. Um, <laughs> shark date. Uh, there are, there are 10 shark- sharks in your area that are hungry for a guy just <laughs> like you. Exactly. 
<laughs> yeah, well, that little ad on the top um, shows a picture of a real sexy shark. The uh, fin comes up. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, there's Sharktivity app, which is um, buoy based. Sharktivity. Sharktivity has has some sharks that have trackers on there, but mostly there's buoys with with uh, uh, attached to YouTube, basically. So you have these apps, and it's like, oh, hey, well, um, uh, you know, Charles the shark swam by here 47 times today. Mm-hmm. um so he's around Did and then because they know the sharks and then there's another one called um shark tracker which is part of uh, some conservation Separate committee app. and those are specifically tagged sharks of gps oh, so on them yeah and one of them that's in the area a lot that i gotta you know pay attention to his name's andromach and he's like andromach. 55 years old great white fucking huge and um wow. and he's he's up and down he's in the main new hampshire massachusetts area frequently nova scotia Oh, um, Andrew Mock the shark. is the wife of Hector from Greek mythology. So Andrew Mock might be a female shark. Oh, interesting. Uh, no, it says male. No, no, he's a male dude. Um, no. Oh, yeah. Named him, uh, yeah, no fucking around there. Like I, I can pull it up right now. Yeah. Uh, the. Um... It's definitely Greek, though. Oh, no, it's also a play. No, but it's still about the wife. Yeah, but like you can see, like there's Bob right there. Um, oh yeah, yeah bob that's a good shark name bob and you can track him he's since he's been tagged he's traveled almost 3000 miles and Damn, those uh, things get around he's 1300 pounds 13 feet long um and it tells a whole it had the whole profile like bob's named after a chief, chief scientist dr bob huter blah 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 pretty cool Go so ahead. i check these things cuz like it happens people get attacked by shark surfing it does Absolutely. happen it does it's one of the so, most exciting things about sharks that they try to kill people. I appreciate that. Like you got to appreciate that the world's too sterile and numb these days to know that. And then also one of my favorite things is that people all of a sudden they there's like, Oh, there was a shark reported in the hunt. You know, everyone's like, Oh my God, are you kidding me? It's like, no, this is the ocean. This is yeah, where they sh- live there. They're fucking they here. This yep. is their shit. They just, everyone thinks they're sterile $4 million house on the water. It doesn't get exposed to, things like this it's like no there might literally be a seal on the rocks that just gets dragged in by its tail and eaten to death by a shark yeah i feel like uh you know if you had a, a house on the side of a mountain in the woods you'd always think hey bears and lions are right here and you should think the same thing for sharks in the ocean i mean they're right there yeah yeah they're very much right there and then you get a lot closer before you notice too mm-hmm. mm, this is true yeah so yeah, so sharks are pretty pretty crazy. So, um, so Joe, what what is a shark? Let's start there with everyone. Uh, I don't know if you have the definition pulled up, but uh, uh, pretty much, um, they're a fish. I know that, and they have sharp teeth. Ooh ha ha! Yeah, um, they're they're a group of uh, they're in the group of elasmobranch branch fish. Oh yeah, char- characterized by cartilageless cart cartilageous cartilageness cartilageness yeah they they almost have zero bones they have no they're bones. all cartilage they're all cartilage and one way that you know if you think that the earth's flat and cartilage sharks have bones mm. why are there no shark bones ever but we find megalodon teeth because yeah their i think teeth the are teeth like the and pretty much spine thing. are the two things that like are the the most bone like the teeth are covered in enamel which preserves them and mm-hmm. their spines, I don't know if they're just they're they have more calcium and like more bone structure to them, but the rest of their body, it's all cartilage, baby. Makes them all yep. wiggly. All baby. 
Um, if you don't know what cartilage is or like how soft it is, grab your ear. That's cartilage. And then grab the part of your nose right here. That's pretty hard. It's not yeah. bone though, but it's still hard. So cartilage doesn't have to be all floppy like an ear. It can also be hard like your nose. But if you're looking at a skull, uh, it's no nose. Uh, yeah. Because cartilage is not bone. Yeah. And um, you ever knew what swiping someone's credit card is? I do. <laughs> and I listen to the Shane Gillis. Oh God, it's so that. funny. So exactly that. You take your hand and you and you you, you go right between someone's naked butt cheeks like this. Yep. That'll usually wake them up. Yeah. But if if that doesn't, so if someone's passed out or you need to wake someone up and you don't have like ammonia or snow salts, you can you can take your your knuckles and rub it up along the the um, sternum the sternum like that, and it'll it hurts so fucking bad that they'll probably wake up. Right. Um, that, that's and again, real... that has nothing to do with what we're talking about, but I like that. Well, well it's because it's cartilage, you know, and if you no, have... that's a bone. That's bones. Your sternum? Yes, your chest plate is certainly a bone. Your <laughs> sternum is cartilage. Your sternum. Yes, there is right in here. There's an extra is part it... above your chest plate that's not this is bone. this is a joint from your xiphoid process up to about here is a is like a thin layer, so it can it can help expand, you know, move your lungs because they're made of bones. So in between ah. a lot of your rib cages are areas of cartilage. That's why it's able that. to move. Yeah. So specifically, specifically your sternum is cartilage. You can feel it. You know, that's, that's why it hurts layer. so bad when it gets in there. <laughs> yeah, when you like do the credit card swipey thing on someone like that. Like if I went up to you and just took my <laughs> fist and just did this on there, like you would, you'd be like, please. You've done it to me before. It's incredibly painful, and I know you take you were taking it easy, but it's very painful. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that was cartilage. Too. Yeah. Let me know. Yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. Yeah, I thought. Yeah, I mean, you're, I mean, obviously, but this mm -mm. part's not cartilage. The part above. No, your no, 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 no. You're good. Above. No, just, just the just middle. right there in the middle. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you press on your xiphoid process, which is a little, feels like a, uh, uh, a little top of a sriracha uh, squirter uh, right there. <laughs> yeah, it's, you, know, you can move it because it's attached to cartilage. Oh God. I don't even want to think about that. It's so painful. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Pretty so, yeah, crazy. Cartilage, so yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. And sharks. So sharks, sharks. are mostly just your nose and then they have five to seven gills on the sides of their head and pectoral fins that are not fused to their head really they're just floating around there just floating around and is uh, it a pectoral fin is it the same as our body where it'd be like on your chest pectoral i know dorsal fin means it's on the back of your yeah good fucking back. point dude like i've never seen a shark with a with a rudder on the front yeah well maybe it's like so you know it's like one of those things where it's like how uh, whales have feet but you can't see them because they're like inside their body it's just like vestigial um you know ancient stuff that just carries on through evolution like, like oh it's just it's just there you know because a lot of the trackers they track through evolution you're like oh this is the same as this one like how they know how whales are mammals and how they came from you know quadrupeds even though whales don't have back feet if you look at their skeleton they still have little tiny foot bones where their feet would be in their ancient ancestors so i wonder if sharks have that too like a, like a fin that used to be there you know millions and millions of years before they came around and it's just kind of there around you know like our tailbone we don't have tails but we still have tailbone that's weird yeah i mean it all it all depends on you know 450 million years ago or when um uh the uh aliens created sharks in a lab and... <laughs> well that's one of the facts i was definitely gonna bring up and i yeah. have to bring it up right now i mean that's amazing 450 million years ago dinosaurs went extinct about 67 million years ago to give you a little bit of a uh gradient which means oh, the sharks 65 doesn't matter 
Oh, maybe maybe it's 65. But I think 65 is a little too round for me. Uh, true. Um, Good point. Yeah. But sharks have been around before dinosaurs and after. I mean, they lived the whole way through that. And my fun fact about how old sharks are is that they're older than the rings of Saturn, which means that Saturn wow. did not actually even have rings before uh, sharks came around. Sharks, if they had a telescope, they could have seen Saturn yeah. with no rings. And they're old enough that they were around before uh, bacteria um, evolved the ability to break down heavy woods, which means that as trees were forming, you know, within the millions of years of the dinosaurs and all that good happy horse shit, there was no bacteria to break down any trees or anything like that. So when sharks first came on the scene, there wasn't trees. And then there was trees and they never broke down. So whenever they died, they would fall down and just sit on the ground and billions and billions of trees would just pile up on the earth and they'd never break down because there was no bacteria that could break down wood until that's why whales had feet. Exactly why whales had feet. And Mm -hmm. really why we have charcoal and things like that is that the the depressurization of these carbon, these trees for millions of years without breaking them down. Because if you leave a tree out in the woods now, you won't see much of it after a year. And that's not, that's not enough tree left behind to uh, make a fossil fuel. But if it, the pressure of it builds up over millions of years and just crushes itself down, then you get a little nugget of charcoal and you throw it in your grill, light it up. And then that whole process, sharks are there at the beginning, middle, and end of it. So it's just insane how long they've been around. They are one of the most ancient animals on the entire planet. And not only are they that old, they're still killing it, literally and figuratively. Mm-hmm. They're still a major part of the world. Absolutely slain. That's staying power. Sharks can talk, man. Yeah. They're older than dinosaurs. They're older than gators who are still around. They're old as shit. Tree bacteria. So, yeah, sharks, what a concept. Um, still here now today. We're still fascinated with them. Yeah. Yeah, we sure are. So that was the uh, Jurassic period is when they were first uh, invented. Oh, no. Um, way before that. Uh, the Jurassic is about like I don't know. That's like when uh, it's like what ninety million years ago, hundred million years ago. They're they're, no, they're no, two hundred and three like, million years ago. The Jurassic is two hundred three. Two hundred three. So they're from four hundred and fifty though, right? Um, that is exactly what I said. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, there's a lot of sources. You know, who's who knows? You know, like. Yeah, you know, 200, 400 million years ago, like the carbon date that. And, oh, they're, they're from the Miocene. You know, and we didn't have trail cams back then, so you That's know, true. like two hundred. What's another two hundred? If you're asking, no, I get it. I get, it just kind of shit on our court. We just said they're around before dinosaurs. You know, the Jurassic. We're already the Triassic came before that. So All right, my most trusty. They're from the Miocene says, period. Says Jurassic period, and then my other most trusted oh they were there then sure yeah sharksinfo.com is telling me that they appeared in the late ordovician period there you go ordovician that's 450 million years ago so i was looking at the miocene which is when the megalodon came down but yeah the ordovician that's getting to the megalodon we will we will but yeah i know yeah so they're they're before the dinosaurs all the dinosaurs should happen in between sharks being invented by aliens and now well, I mean, dude, let's be real for a second. Um, let's be real. How in the fuck does a shark show up from like an amoeba? You know, like takes a long time. 
I know it does, but dude, I know, I know you hate when I do the evolution stuff, but I think the evolution stuff is fascinating and cool. And you think it's annoying. Fuck do you get a goddamn shark out of that? Well, we might talk about it today with the difference between early sharks and late sharks, or the megalodon, and perhaps a, a shark that exists today. Yeah, no similarities. How do you get? You always think of how does it get from nothing to a giant thing, but how does it get from a giant thing to a not so giant thing? Same exact fucking process. Humans. No. <laughs> Evolution. <laughs> <laughs> Humans definitely help with it, though. It's a lot harder to hit a uh, great white shark with a spear than it is to hit a megalodon. That's for damn sure. I'm telling you that right now. That's for damn sure. But that won't make them evolve differently. But I, I don't hear what you're saying. Yep. Um, yes. Well, so, yeah. What do you want to get time started? Well, I, I said a so, bunch of shark facts. Do you want to get it right into the Meg? Do you want to go into shark facts? Uh, let's do some shark facts. I kind of want to give the history. So we're somewhere between yeah, let's you do know, it. 450 million years ago, sharks were meant by aliens, according to Joe. Yep. And- <laughs> At this time, and- there's still uh, North and South America aren't connected. There's still a big gap in between those continents that all the sea life can just swim right through. There's a straight shot between the Atlantic and Pacific Ocean. You don't even have to go to the poles. You just go right through there. Yeah, and sharks just sit there and keep their mouth open and just swallow turtles. It's cool. Just eat everything. Um, yeah, and um, uh, sharks are, uh, you know, uh, we should make note that everyone knows that they're sort of kind of endangered just because 70% of them have died since we've hit the earth. Um, so that's yeah, not good. A, a bummer. So, you know, don't be eating shark meat or shark fin soup. There's no point. Yeah, stupid. No and it's going to be properties. High. And the other thing is, it's going to be high in mar- mercury. The bigger right, yeah. the sea thing, it, the, the more mercury it gets because the yeah. more time it spends I hope that, filtering I mean, that water. Shark fin, that shark fin soup shit is fucking bunch of you know, it's terrible. Bullshit. It's the same thing. It's everything. It's like killing wolves nowadays. It's like they're not going to kill you. Yeah, like, what's the like, point? You're, you're in no danger from sharks. You don't have to go out there and kill 100 sharks and bring them home like a trophy. Like, they're not going to get you. Like, don't make a species go extinct because you're afraid of them or you th- want to eat them to make your dick hard or whatever you want to do with rhino yeah. horn and shark fin soup tigers everyone just kills these big animals and just eats them to make their dick hard it's like there's better ways have you ever heard of blue chew yeah blue chew exactly there you go no animal blue chew, chew Cialis, Viagra, you know totally so all the hits um so one thing that's really interesting about shark so let's let's go just break down let's do a nose to snout i mean a snout to tail on the <laughs> yeah. on the, the shark real quick because there are things that you're going to learn from this podcast believe it or not so one thing we are I, listed as a science and history podcast this is yeah, this is our the science and history podcast that's our shit this is a science and history pumpkin spice episode for you guys that's right and we're here to tell you that shark teeth are not embedded Ooh-ha. in the jaw they are embedded in the gums yeah and they have a little conveyor belt going right Mm-hmm. Or like they have extra rows ready for later. Like that's what humans could have. You wouldn't need a dentist, but since we don't have that, we need dentists, which sucks. But sharks just have this endless conveyor belt of, you know, this amazing sharp teeth, just always ready to rock over and over again. One falls out, pop a new one up. Like yeah. Yeah. Escalator. Just like rows of just like, just all of a sudden they get to the end of the layer and they just fall off, off in the go. ocean. Next one comes and up. Now you get some cool necklace, you know? So yeah, exactly. You're, you're um, welcome. It's the shark say. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're, sharks are also just a tooth factory. You know, some say that they, you know, they're actually producing. Yes, sharks are teeth factories. Teeth factories. So they are That's giving sure. back. They're not just consuming and shitting. They are actually giving teeth to the kids. Um, <laughs> they're giving back with teeth. They're giving back. So uh, 
so dude, sometimes they even go through teeth every eight to 10 days. That's how quickly That's they, they kind of crap go through this whole thing and to a couple of months. Um, which is uh, pretty, pretty cool, man. I guess that um, makes sense though. If you're evolutionary based on it, it's like uh, making a ton of money, you've spent it faster, the more you make it. So if sharks are making teeth every two weeks, they can afford to lose it or our teeth. Mm-hmm. We got to hang on to that shit with two hands and uh, get insurance <clears throat> and all kinds of metal put in our mouth just to keep them from falling out. Yeah, exactly. Except for the cookie cutter shark, um, which instead mm-hmm. of replacing tooth by tooth, they uh, they ditch them all at the same time and replace a whole row at a time. Like like throwing on dentures out. That's fucking pretty crazy. much yeah. Except they come from the inside, not the outside. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, but imagine taking your whole upper row of teeth and just throwing it out and be like, just going. Next one comes in. Yeah, that is cool. Sweet. as hell. Cookie, cookie cutter, cutter shark. Shark. I never Big heard fan of that. Of that. Yeah. The pull yep. pick of that up for the pod for sure. Yeah. Yeah. The cookie cutter was named after the cooked off the, the shark. Yeah. No, after the shark, not the other way around. It wasn't like we had the cookie yeah. cutter and then they named the, the cookie cutter after the shark. They're like, yes. you know what? This device this is really like, like a... that shark. Yeah. That yeah. cookie cutter shark. So I guess we'll just yep. call this the cookie cutter. Shark came first. In honor um, of the shark. Yeah. 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 It has nothing to do with the purpose uh, or intended use of a cookie cutter. Yeah. Um, and the tiger shark and bull shark both became both came before tigers and bulls so really the shark should have all the og names on there it all does the like, you know what do we name this animal we'll name it tiger after tiger shark yeah and exactly uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this ti- this cat is kind of like a tiger shark so we'll call it tiger cat tiger the cat yeah <laughs> <laughs> we'll call it tiger shark cat and then we shortened it to tiger over time yeah makes sense to me it's less of a mouthful <laughs> pun intended that's right yeah who'd win the fight i know um uh then they've got jaws and we know all we are one of their skeleton the cartilage type of stuff and then their jaws not just including the teeth um are also Powerful. not attached to the cranium yeah how does just, that work are they just they, i think they're just attached to the muscles right in the head yeah so so when you think about a shark skeleton tooth like when you when you go to the museum and it's like open and you can look at it and you know, yeah the jaw yeah the jaws that's, that's it's like floating it's basically like if i had a, a a pillow and then the end of the pillow was like shark teeth because it's attached to all the bullshit behind yeah. it yeah but it's not like us where it's integral into yeah our and us it's, it's right on the head yeah but they're, they, they mm-hmm. have like an extra part in front of them where it's just the, the mouth part yeah right yeah, yeah that's weird so they're like this like like rinky dink uh tube <laughs> well really we all are when it comes down to it <laughs> no i know i know well we're like a bag of blood meat but like they're like a tube yeah, yeah. like a that 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 tube that um uh at the you know museum of science that you can like uh put your like hand move, in it like moves around it you know like yeah. it's like jelly and sparkly and like, it, yeah it has like stars and moons in it yeah and stuff. yeah exactly they're like the shark is basically That's that yeah. that tube and then you throw like components on top of it yeah yeah like all of a sudden like you, you put a teeth. jaw on top of it and then yeah. more tube in between the jaw and then the teeth you know like there's just all these tubes of shit that yeah. hold a shark together and it's amazing that it's, it does make a lot of sense though biology wise though right that you don't have to have the hard skull like all these land animals have because when you're on land you can fall down bonk your head people can hit you in the head through the air 
They can, you know, crack your head open, all this other stuff. In the ocean, not a lot of animals getting head bashed. Like just the amount of resistance in the water is between mm. it. So even like, you know, large marine mammals and stuff, they're lucky they have these big thick skulls because most fish don't have big thick skulls because if you're going to get hurt, it's going to be by ripping and tearing and cutting, not by bashing. There's very few uh, fish, <clears throat> I would imagine, that, you know, bonk another fish on the head <laughs> and then knock it's it true. out, KO, you know, like sharks yeah. don't need a heavy skull because they're never in danger of something whacking them in the head hard enough to hurt their brain. Yeah, what, except what for the mantis shrimp. Have. The mantis shrimp um, can well, shoot that, it. That's the exception. It, 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 it doesn't bonk. It, it shoots, shoots a jet of water, yeah. like a laser beam that can like penetrate uh, hard armor like a crab. Yeah, that um, thing is, is a miracle of science. We should do a whole bunch on that. Like the I think we should. every stat mm-hmm. it's like Guinness Book of World Records is mantis shrimp. Like mm-hmm. it the amount of force it generates by closing its claw and shooting that laser beam out, it's like as hot as the sun or some crazy it's shit like that. Unreal. It makes no sense yeah. at all. It's like no. it's like that's an alien. That's definitely an alien. Yeah, and we can see the rainbow, it can see all of it. You yeah, know, like yeah, yeah. It's eyes can UV, see every color, blue. like HP Lovecraft, like colors outside of space and time and shit. Yeah, like things it's that like, our brains can't even comprehend. The same yeah, I don't think it's, it's brain can even comprehend it either, but it sees all of it. Speaking of being made by aliens. Um, no, yeah. I mean, that's the most alien thing. <laughs> wild, like interdimensional fucking being. Yeah, the mantis. Like shrimp. it can yeah, see things. all dimensions, basically. So, um, yeah, so dimension? just part of the the big old tube of, um, of jelly stars, we've got you know the, the, the teeth attached to some more jelly attached to the tube attached to the jaw then the fins you know are on that tube there's some blood vessels and stitch squeezed in there yeah yeah exactly and um there's you know the you know, components the things the fins to stabilize it in a straight line tails to propel prefer propulsion yeah and fear and um uh and it talks about its dermal denticles uh, Joe, what are your denticles up to these days? Well, let me check. Just where I left them. Oh, uh, yeah. Your denticles are nice and hard like they should be. Yes. I nice actually and... don't know what denticles are. Uh, well, if you can just give yourself... I'll use the uh, prefix of dent thinking that they have to do with the teeth or a mouth like daunt or dawn. All right. So dermal gives it away? Dermal meaning it has to do with uh, skin? Yeah. So... So unlike bony fish, Joe, uh, mm. sharks have a complex uh, corset made of flexible collagenous fibers and arranged as a helical network surrounding their body. Really? So it's their skin, uh, in okay. other words. And, uh, and it works as like an outer skeleton. So like, um, like in the movie Excalibur, when he's wearing leather over his chain mail. Um, yeah. It's... <laughs> kind of like kind of like, like that um yeah and um well exoskeleton kind of deal but not uh pretty yeah it's like it's good for like uh sword slashes but not stabs as much you know okay yeah um because the surface yeah. area um and it also gives them some benefits uh aerodynamically or hydrodynamically when they swim so mm. um yeah and um and uh, that's uh, that's a good way to put their skin because they didn't even call it skin, so they just called dermal denticles because it sounds like it's a bunch of components like uh, scales, like a dragon, but not visible, not in the same way where they're overlapping. It's just like yeah, and also they're probably on a microscopic level you can see what's actually yeah. going on there. But from yeah. out here, it looks like a big slippery uh, slab of flesh. Yeah, 
Yep, exactly. Uh, and tails provide thrusts onto a new thing, a lot of different shapes, you know, like especially the most famous tail of any shark is going to be the thresher shark. You want to know why? Why? Uh, because it's, so it's, it's bottom half, like if you're looking at a um, tail of an airplane, like if you're flying on jet blue. Oh, is this the V1 that you're there's talking no about? Well, the bottom looks pretty normal, fishy, whatever it is, but the top um goes and 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 goes like so much so this way that it goes down it's like this super aerodynamic like moon but the top of the the like a half moon but the yeah. top of it like just gets thinner and thinner and thinner and thinner down like a string really? and but it, it's it's because it just adds this like complex level of like fucking awesomeness because the thresher shark is vicious as shit so it, it can use that to spin it can you know, propulsion spinning. So anytime you see like a shark with a fucking ridiculous tail, it's a thresher shark. That's dope. Um, well, I mean, obviously they're probably got to be some of the best swimmers on the planet because they've had a lot of practice, four hundred fifty million years worth. Yeah, I gotta say, you know, if you are in the the ocean community as one of the members of the ocean community, so fish, lobsters, shitty fish, sharks, whales, dolphins, partridges crabs whatever it is you don't want to be a shit fish like a like a really ugly like like a shitty grouper yeah you don't want to be one of them like top of the food chain is good apex prior like a fish is good but somewhere in the middle is not great Mm -hmm. um because they uh back to airplanes which are very similar to fit to sharks is um dynamics i think it was chuck yeager the first guy to break the sound barrier ever uh general chuck charles yeager and he um, invented the licorice liqueur from germany is that the same guy uh spelled differently y-e-a-g-e-r oh. uh, yeah not j-a uh u- uber <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah well i Germeister. do know that yeager means hunter in german and i'm sure yeah. that even the y version is <laughs> self-based root his his great 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 grandfather was a hunter i know that uh, yeah yes true very yeah i'm sure it is and he was as well he hunted germans in airplanes and um, nazis specifically hunter. but he uh, he always said if an airplane looks ugly it'll fly ugly and he's not wrong yeah sexy sleek looking good airplanes move through the air well and they fly well that's ugly. funny it doesn't work for people just because you look ugly doesn't mean you're gonna fuck ugly that's true you <laughs> look ugly look ugly fuck hard (laughs) (laughs) that's how it goes it's not true for airplanes or for fish though unfortunately unfortunately yeah look ugly bomb hard maybe but um uh, and bomb is a good thing in that department not yet you fucking bomb a stand-up improv (laughs) different um (laughs) so Chuck, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so like a fish like that looks ugly as fuck, but it has like a defense mechanism, obviously to the angler fish with the fucking light bulb. Yeah, they have to have you actual. Know? But imagine if that balance. fucking thing didn't have a goddamn light bulb on it and didn't live 400 million miles under the ocean, you know? Well, the, the thing is, there was good. countless fish that were like that, but we'll never hear of them because their entire species went extinct and they never they never got to see the light of day. They yeah, like survive. a pointless, stupid I mean, slow, <laughs> highly visible fish. I mean, just through the mutations you <laughs> see in fucking mess. Yeah, you know exactly. that there's angler fish that are born without those lanterns and they die fast. 
you know they do. Yeah. Well, imagine you're like, you know, it's like being like, born without arms. If you're a human who lives in the modern world, you're okay. It's not. I mean, you're not okay. It's rough life. But like, you're not like living in the woods with no arms. You'll die. That's it. So there's plenty of fish that are born. Like there's sharks that are born with like no no fins. They just die. That's that's how it happens. So yeah. But imagine this imagine- fish with no lanterns that are dying too every day. We just never get to see them. Imagine you're like the energy of consciousness that enters your body before you're born. And you're like, oh man, I hope I'm born in England. Then you show up as like this shit fish. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> what did I do to deserve this? Fuck. I'm like, well, on earth, this is not good for me. <laughs> Kill me fast so I can get here. Reset. Yeah, so I can. Re- yeah, 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 exactly. So I can, yeah, exactly. Just like, uh, yeah reincarnate into anything else Not that's this. gotta be like born uh born being a shark where a lot of sharks um in the womb their embryos will actually attack each other for example i'm looking at here, the tiger shark pups will attack each other in the womb and whatever one eats them all will uh be born so that's a rough way to get started wow you don't even leave the gate <laughs> you're not you're starting <laughs> you're not even born yet but you're it's living like- and you will kill it's like a motocross race when the gates drop and they go out. It's like when it happens, everyone fights first and kills each other. And then one guy goes like, man, that's that is rough. You have no experience at all. Zero. <laughs> I mean, you, you don't know anything about the world, but all you know is you must kill. Yeah. Time to kill everything inside. So <laughs> what a rough lesson. You cannot. Humans. We don't, don't know even what it's like. No, we, we don't, don't. But when you, you have no idea when you blow a giant load and check, um, which everyone's been known to do everyone's been everyone does this <laughs> we're not alone here people do it everyone i'm, I'm does sure this. of it yeah or you know or wherever you're blown loads so yeah, yeah. for the sake of things it doesn't even matter at this point because <laughs> oh, okay. no, no 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 for the sake of this talk is yeah, yeah. that there's um i learned this um not reading about sharks is that you have a bunch of different types of sperm mm-hmm. and there's like sperm that their 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 goal is to get to the finish line, impregnate the egg, right. turn into a human. Which we've had we'd had to believe that that's all of them. Wow, but you know it's that's just what we're told. There's other ones that literally their job is to get in there and, and kill other guys' sperm because wow. when our people were first cavemen and and fucking roaming around. Everyone was getting fucked by everyone. Mm-hmm. It was like a big yeah. Circle I think it might have happened even before cavemen and and uh hominids. probably. But I, I definitely just all the time. Saying, yeah. It was just constantly like just everyone just like that might be almost killing every, each yeah. other and then like having sex with anything ever. So like it's there was never like oh hey we're in love and it's just the two of us. Like no like forty five cavemen have been in this chick already. Dude, that would be and so your funny. Sperm comes if that in was, if and that's just, how it goes. You're just like all right, we're in love and just one big tadpole comes out and boink. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one. Here it goes. Here it goes. No, so, there, there's millions of them, right? It's, it's insane. I think billions. I don't know. It's maybe let's say millions. I don't know. I mean, but, definitely billions. You know, I'm a, well, keep talking. I, I'm gonna look that. The up. whole point is that now you, your, 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 your uh, mix of DNA is inside of there with like ten other guys, and a good portion of yours is literally designed to just kill theirs, so yours can get to the finish line. Yeah, that's insane. So, Even in a microscopic so level, little before you're babies. creating life, the competition's already started before you even... Oh, yeah, know. exactly. So your little sock children, you know, are... <laughs> oh, <it's sick>. are, <laughs> are a lot more going on inside of that, that rock-hard mess than you think. Yeah, there's a lot and of... And for uh, the record, a lot of it, fallen says, soldiers. 
yeah, it says different, on average, different types. The whole military's there. Commanders, it says on average a hundred million per per bagok per tablespoon. That's pretty crazy. Uh, so I think it probably varies, but a hundred million is more people than have died in every war that's ever happened. So that's pretty good. Pretty good. Well, not every war, but you know yeah. what I'm saying. So uh, sharks. Um, Oof. Eat sharks are just shitty like fish and they will go for the low-hanging fruit so if you you're gonna be a fish don't be a shit fish at least and give yourself a chance nature is um, beautiful and it is awful it's nature is metal as that uh, just, but the fish are so funny because like sometimes some four-legged animals can make it if they kind of suck like a sloth you know but yeah. like if you are in the middle of the ocean and you are somewhere between 500 feet and the surface and there's sunlight and you're a fish that's slow and fat and shaped like a like a Amazon box, and and don't have any defense mechanisms. You're Game fine. over. Lights out, buddy. Before like, it even started. Yeah, and it, they didn't even ring the bell, and the match is already over. It's not good. It's not a good place to be. <laughs> it's just unforgiving, unforgiving by, by characteristics. You're fucked. Don't be that fish. So. Um, I mean, that, that's where all life started, man. It's all in the ocean. They, they have the jump on everybody, even though they're super specialized, because that's where it got going. The, the land life match, the, the match you think of with the wolves and the chipmunks and the, the rhinos and the snakes and stuff, that all happened way after. The ocean had this shit going for hundreds and hundreds of million years before it even got on land. And they're like, this is how it goes in the ocean. I understand. We compete. This is, this is the ultimate playground. So <laughs> you know. the ocean is the ultimate playground. Dylan yeah. Reed, the Dylan and Joe baseball podcast. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. You're here first, guys. And with that, I think we should take our first commercial break. Yeah, exactly. Like it reminds video. me of peeing. <laughs> All these waves are really making my bladder. <laughs> Have you or a loved one? ever suffered from financial hardship, from medical loans or student debt? I think I have an idea for you. Cash, a direct influx of capital, whether that be robbing a bank, a loan from a family member that you don't plan on paying back, deep credit card debt, a payday loan at 52%. I think all of these are excellent ideas. For you in your current position and this infomercial is brought to you by the dylan and joe basement podcast but uh So I want to do more shark facts. You can yep. back. Shark facts. Guys, we're back. Dylan Joe, uh, based on podcast here. Uh, if you forgot what podcast you listen to, uh, it's actually for sure the Dylan Joe based podcast. I love how there's still a vestige of podcast. Uh, people have stopped doing it now, but like my first like five years of podcast to be like, welcome back. Uh, you're listening to this. It's like, yeah, we know. Because <laughs> everyone's <laughs> been doing radio for years. They're like, this is Jamming 94.5. It's like, yeah, I have, I've been listening for an hour it's on my iPod. Says it on the car. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
So, but in case, uh, but we'll still know, do it though. Cause we're classic. We're old school style. We have commercials. We have bumpers. We have all the old school shit. Yeah, we're old. So we're old as fuck. So that's worth listening to because we're, we're back not, with the facts. Yeah, we ain't fucking hopping on trends and shit. We're just doing it. So no, we're doing just the opposite. Yeah. We're <laughs> raw dogging it. That's what it's called. Yeah. The opposite of, of that is raw dog. We're like a shark. We just, we just follow the, the scent of blood and we just don't think we just mm-hmm, go. Mm-hmm. We Speaking always scent keep of blood. Yeah. And um, yeah, always just keep moving. I was just falling on the scent of blood. Um, I feel like that's actually a bit more like the the kids right now. They're just like going on whatever's cool. Like, you know, no one said this podcast was cool. We don't know. Yeah, you're right. That that we do the opposite of that. Really, we we're kind of like more like a uh, a cr- a crab or a lobster at the seafloor, just kind of like sitting there, just like doing whatever mm-hmm. we want to do. Mm-hmm. And our uh, things will go by. We don't chase them like a barracuda. No. We, we sit there and we um we stew. You know. Yeah, we're just cool with our crab, crab chicks and crab friends, and yeah, we're just using our crab feelers, sun. just feeling around. Yeah, yeah, crab, uh, crab food. Yeah, crab we can live for like a hundred and fifty years or some crab drinks. Food. Yeah, that's the goal, man. You know, like there's a lot of like you know here for a good time and a long time. I'm here for both, man. I'm pretty cool with all of it. <laughs> <laughs> here for a good time for a long time. That's perfect. Fine with me. Here for a good time for a long time. Yeah. And at 90 to five years old, I get beaten by a shark. Whatever. So, um, God willing, Neptune willing. Funny. Absolutely funny. (laughs) My headstone will just be a shark because it's hilarious. You know, just traumatize everyone. That would be so great. You get eaten by a shark. Your headstone headstone is uh, the street sharks with the rollerblades. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll be good. Be real good. Street sharks. I'll save that for sharks in media. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that, that they while. won't shoot Topic us down. Media. Disney will shoot us down. They might not. But I think yeah, I think they're owned by Fox or now now Disney owns Fox. So yeah, maybe they'll shoot us yeah, down. Shit, we're all fucked. Um. So back to actual sharks, not street sharks. Um, yeah. Uh, unlike bony fish which would be a angler fish probably if i take a wild guess um sharks do not because you guys knew this this is why i'm just making sure that you know that sharks aren't like this right it says unlike bony fish which you obviously obviously know have gas filled swim bladders for buoyancy yeah they, yeah gas filled swim bladders yeah, yeah yeah you knew this everyone listening to this podcast probably knew that that's how they uh, stay it sounds they like that's a lot of fish then gas filled swim bladders um yeah. probably like tuna and cod and paddock and stuff the tunas have fucking skeletons i've never seen a tuna skeleton wash on the beach yeah you know how they debone fish like when they fillet them and stuff like it's all about, like getting the bones out and stuff yes but that is that that was cartilage <laughs> no i don't know have you ever eaten like um I don't really eat fish. I eat a fucking ton of fish. Sometimes like, I mean you get... I mean think about like, a cat in a cartoon. This is more on your speed of, of facts. I'll I'll quote a cartoon. Yeah, they take the fish sardines, bone out of the trash Joe. Can, <laughs> they take the fish bone out and they, they play it like a xylophone. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those are not uh anglerfish, those are like you know, fucking cod and stuff. Fucking right? bass. Yeah, bass. Yeah, I think that probably most of the fish we're talking about nowadays, obviously, you know, their ancestors might not be, but you know, they're a lot of fish are newer than sharks are. Sharks have been around for way longer. This is a good point. I'm pretty Um, sure a bass hasn't been around for 450 million years. I know we should ask the bass. Um, 
Bass the mouth. I, I don't know. I mean, like, great episode. Um, Bass the car. Like, you know, like, I, I eat sardines, I eat anchovies, I eat salmon, I eat tuna, I eat fucking, you know, you name it, I'm eating it. So, like, sometimes you get fish, like, you get smoked salmon or you get sardines or anchovies, whatever, and they've got these little tiny, like, needle bones in them. Yeah. But they're kind of bendy. I always imagine, I always thought they were cartilagey bones, but that could be. I don't fucking know, you know? No, uh, God. Yeah, I mean, maybe cool. when they say fish bones, they just mean cartilage. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, yeah. So, I, but, but anyways, these people aren't saying that. They're saying bony fish yeah. uh, have gas-filled swim bladders for buoyancy, like much like a submarine does, because mm-hmm. um, air is gas. They fill, you know, their ballast tanks with air to to move their stern or bow up and down or the whole damn thing. So sharks rely on a large liver filled with oil that contains squalene in their cartilage, which is about half the density of bone. So their liver constitutes about 30% of their total body mass. That's fucking insane. 30%. And um, uh, so they also use clearly like just like a submarine does dynamic lift. So they use their, uh, you know, their swimmies to, uh, you know, move them up and down. Mm. And um, that's pretty crazy. And then sand tiger sharks store air in their stomachs, which uh, also focus, you know, works as a uh, swim bladder and um, uh, bottom dwelling sharks like the nurse shark uh, have negative buoyancy allowing them to rest on the ocean floor. Negative buoyancy mean that you're always sinking. You have to fight not to. Like a, like a brick. Yeah. Yeah, like a brick. Yeah, bricks, yeah. I think, have negative buoyancy. Well. I would say so. But I did see this crazy video the other day of a anvil, steel anvil, like they're like 400 pounds. Yeah. Floating on mercury. So if you have the... Oh, if you have I've a seen that. That's amazing, right? Yeah, because mercury. I don't. I I can't comprehend this, but like steel is less dense than mercury. It's all about the density, because if you're less dense than the substance you're on, you will float, even if you're metal. Is that true though? Because like think of like a fucking Titanic or the aircraft carrier, right? But you're thinking about buoyancy is different on. I know, but it's so hard. But if you could take an anvil and you could stretch it out within one inch instead of like the three foot thing, right? Yeah, and it would float because you'd stretch out the surface area of it. Mm -hmm. So if you have a super dense object and it's very small, you have to have a super dense substance to put it in to make it still float. But an aircraft carrier. It is way more dense than water, but because it's so stretched out and there's mm-hmm. so much air in the whole thing, it will still be able to float. That's like how you could float a skyscraper on the water, which is basically fucking, you know, a cargo ship or an aircraft carrier or whatever. It makes no sense it could float. But if you put it all that weight into like, you know, a car, it would sink fast. It would probably drill through the entire earth to be so dense. It's just you have to spread it out a shit ton to make it buoyant. Yeah. Um, in an anvil, it, it it's you know it's super not stretched out. It's all packed in. It's like a little like fucking cannonball. It is. Yeah. So you need mercury to float on it. But that shit is amazing. Uh, Pretty wild. Put yeah, crazy stuff for the podcast because that's something. And I'm not gonna put the video up. Look it up, folks. It's not yeah, part of the podcast. It's pretty cool. It's very yeah, cool. Exactly. Wicked cool. Um, so yeah. we got a lot of things to cover uh, before we get into the fun stuff like shark attacks and giant sharks. That's um, right, folks. So I don't want to get too don't much. Don't get excited. Strap in strap in strap on um 
so yeah, plenty of things like buoyancy, respiration, you know, you know, their gills and thermoregulation, they're cold blooded, osmo regulation. Oh, they, they can sleep uh with their eyes open as many fish can because they don't have eyelids. Yeah, pretty cool. Um digestion can take a fucking long ass time. Food moves from the mouth to a J-shaped stomach That's where it's weird. stored and you know, digestive juices help. Uh, do Is that why thing. when you cut them open, you can find like license plates in people's hands and stuff? Well, that's one particular shark, most famously the tiger shark. Yeah, they like to eat can, everything. They just eat anything at all. Um, uh, they obviously have a fucking real serious sense of smell when it comes to blood. So, Bird. Uh, which is called the olfactory senses, located in the somewhere in the nose. And that's um, true for all living things. Yep, and they're specifically besides blood, very, very sensitive to the chemicals found in the intestines of most species. Interesting. Um, so, uh, so a lot of times they linger around like uh, shit ducks and by the beach, like the sewers. Yeah. Um, that human being. Oh, shit sewers. ducks. I thought you were talking about like a, like a <laughs> shitty ducks, like a piece of shit duck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, no, like sewage outfalls. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, Yep. And uh, their site's pretty fucking great, as you know. Um, I actually didn't know that until I researched today. I thought it was really their sense. Because you always hear about their sense of smell. Mm. They can smell one drop of blood in 10 trillion vials. But Mm -hmm. like their eyesight's really good too. Because a lot of animals' eyesight's not that great. Uh, They mostly work on their smell. Like dogs' eyesight, most dogs' eyesight's kind of shit. And their sense of smell is so good, it makes up for it. But sharks, Mm -hmm. it seems like they have both. Uh. Yeah, they're pretty good. Like a micro study of 17 species of shark found that uh, they had, uh, uh, yeah, pretty much good eyesight. I guess you have to, too, to discern. I mean, obviously in the, in the ocean, there's not a lot of, you know, objects in between you and what's next to you. Like you're not going to have like a hundred trees in the ocean between you and them. But eyesight is not about objects in between. It's about how clear you can see between space. Hmm. So mm-hmm. things like birds... They their eyesight so well that they can look between all the air and moisture and particles between you and them, which is why we can't see as far as we can because the farther you get in the horizon, the more air there is between you and the object. And even though it looks like there's nothing there, when you compound that times ten thousand, it starts to get blurry with all the moisture and the dust in the air. The better mm-hmm. eyesight you have, the more you can cut through that. And it seems like the same thing is true for the ocean. There's a lot more in between you and something else in the ocean because it's it's water which is much more thick than air and a lot more shit in it. So you have to have extra good eyesight to point out something in the water. I mean, look down in some of the best oceans that you can see the clearest ones next to like islands in the Caribbean or whatever you can see for, you know, 20, 30 feet, but look down in, you know, a Cape Cod in the water. You'll be lucky if you can see your feet, it, that mm-hmm. shit's dense. So to have yeah. eyesight, to be able to look through that takes some doing. Takes some weird shit going on. Um, yeah, pretty wild. Uh, one thing that I think is a little strange about sharks is that, mm-hmm. uh, especially obviously the hammerhead shark they're you know, like most predators are like us where our eyes are straightforward. There's on yes. the side of their head. Yeah. To an extreme degree, which means that they actually have speaking of degrees, 360 degree vision because so, of where their eyes are set. They can see the back of themselves and the front of themselves at the same time. And the only downside of that is they look stupid as hell. But it really works out for them. Yeah. 
That's wild. Look at the thing about that evolution. Their entire body looks like a shark until you get to the eye part where it just kept going out and out and out until they could see everything around them. And you think they couldn't see in front of them, but because of that, I mean, literally fish mm-hmm. eye lens, they can see mm-hmm. the front and the back. It's fucking cool as hell. Weird, cool shark. Cool fucking shark, dude. Like, I mean, God damn, that's a cool As far as like alien thing. design coolness, like Hammerhead is the thing. Where like, if you had only seen every other shark and someone's like, check this thing out, you'd be like, that's funny. You're like, no, it's real. Like, no, it's things don't look like that you're like no it does no it fucking does and like imagine like each of us is like its own type of shark so like yeah. say i'm a great white and you're like a lot of respect you know oh, you're res- a great white okay ser- well actually i think i'm more a hammerhead but like you know <laughs> yeah. but realistically none of the above but i'm just saying is that we're just picking one like either you're a great white or i'm a great white or you're no, a t- i think you're- i'm more of a bull shark bull shark you're a hammerhead yeah but the thing is they all get so much respect you know like if like all of a sudden yeah, like not respect, bro. well like it's like hey that that's a hammerhead over there you're like no that's fucking that dude's cool like cool Badass. shit hammerhead gets some good fucking good some good publicity that's a cool shark you know like oh yeah great white runs the show pretty yep. cool stuff you know bull shark also is a not trying to be a tiger shark it's not trying to be a great white it's not trying to be a fucking hammerhead bull shark is no bull you know, yeah. like, and they can live in fresh water too. They swim up the estuary. Exactly. Right the so many stories of them being in fucking rivers, which is so weird. Um, talk about a, a adaptability. Adaptable. Um, yeah, I wonder if they can live in uh, pools in your backyard. Probably Who knows not. what chlorine does to them. Uh, nothing good, probably. Um, nothing good, probably. Yep. So uh, sharks can hear between twenty and a thousand hertz, which is pretty much where we're at. I mean, we well, actually we're probably we're more than that because we can hear outside of that spectrum a little bit. But twenty to a thousand is pretty. Yeah, but sound good. travels further underwater because exactly, it so it's about the same uh, medium to go through. You know? Yep. Even that sharks have ears is insane to me because you don't ever mm-hmm. see any fish with ears, but fish all have ears. Yeah, just like how birds have ears. Yep, just like us hole. mammals are the only ones that are like we're gonna have this ear thing that's in our head go out and be all floppy and big and weird. Where other yeah. animals are like it's good right here inside my skull where it belongs. Yeah, just a giant hole's fine. Yeah. Um, and we're like, no, 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 let's make it like a goofy like uh, to bring it back to the ocean, like a conch shell or conch if you're uh, from the areas that pronounce it correctly. And I'm not from that, so I will continue to call it a conch. Thing. Yeah, we're a bunch of white dudes from like the Europe gold area, so. Um, yeah we'll say it's a conch and also spongebob taught me about it yeah so that's what it's right the magic conch so uh uh so here's what a lot of people know is that so sharks have a first gill slit and then from there forward from the first of five to seven gills they have this whole area on their face um that is much like a lot of people when they get embarrassed turns red that whole fucking area on their face is called um, the uh, spiracle. And it's a sensory set of like neurons that are specifically designed to pick up on electromagnetic fields. So it's like an um, extra sense that we don't have as humans. It is. So I think birds have that too. They can pick up on the magnetic field that helps them migrate. Uh, definitely. Um, but for sharks, it picks up on... Uh, a real quick identification uh, tool to figure out who's fucking prey. Cause all of a sudden if they, if someone sees, if you see a shark and you panic, it's game over. If you see a shark and you, and you swim at it, people don't know this mm. and don't take us 
and don't sue us if you get eaten by a shark because you've tried this. But if you're in the middle, if you're going to get attacked by a shark because you see a shark and you aggressively swim at it while looking at the eyes, looking at it directly in the eyes, it's probably not going to bite you because it thinks it's a threat. It's going to perceive you as, hey, that guy or gal is fucking one of us we're not gonna eat yeah i mean think about everything that gets attacked by sharks none of them are gonna swim towards it yeah so if you swim towards it you're immediately confusing the shit out of it Mm -hmm. i mean it reminds me although this animal is much more intelligent it's like when a mountain lion comes up and you you know run at it and go and scare the shit out of it you're trying to show it that you're not prey that you are also a predator sharks aren't doing the math on that neither are you know tuna fish if they did know that they would do it be like oh just swim it down they, they'll never think about the fact that you're coming at them because they all do the calculations in their head they go oh that's scary i'm out of here but what if you go right towards them they're gonna say oh what the hell it's like when uh, a kid stands up to their bully and they go oh i never know you could hit back mm-hmm. it's exactly that and the thing is this is true so there's a lot of stories of the cage divers who go in a fucking cage and there's you know to go see the sharks and they that's on a list of things i'm never gonna fuck i'm all set with that um and uh and then photographers down in the ocean whatever it is and sharks will get aggressive with them and swim with them and they usually look that their big move is look them directly in the eyes and swim with them Mm -hmm. and they usually don't get bit i'm sure that a lot of people are dead from this advice but overall but i think that more for the most part most part this is definitely a good tactic of course. Um, I mean, if it, either you could swim away, you're fucked, or swim towards them, you're probably not fucked. Go with mm-hmm. that every time. Yeah, and I think that uh, you know maybe part of our merch should be like giant scary eyeball glasses because I'm looking at myself right now in the you know the picture, the here. reflection of your sunglasses, and I can it looks like my eyeballs are bigger. So to a uh, to a prey or even a predator. Mm-hmm. It looks like I mean business because yes. they don't know that this isn't my face. They're like, what right. kind of animal is that? It's going to eat me. Right. So maybe maybe we could have this anti-shark attack glasses. That could be cool. Or maybe uh, they're goggles so that you can wear them underwater and swim around. <laughs> and stuff. Also a good point is that we're underwater. So maybe they should be goggles, but they should look really scary. Yes. Um, and then people will get attacked by sharks less. Because a big thing with surfers is like, you know, I have a, I have multiple wetsuits. I'm wearing one right now. And some of them are, uh, I, have a, I have a blue and yellow one. I do have a black one, but I wear it only in the winter. And then I've got the summer one, which is by uh, uh, Slippery When Wet 80s brand. Great it's a, name uh, for a company. SWW. And um, I bought it off eBay. It's actually 30 years old. And I bought it uh, from eBay. And it was really funny because it came from Florida in a i got a box to my house that said united ammunition and i was like ammo box "Hmm." box gets mailed to my house and i was like "Eh, that's probably that and sure enough there's my wetsuit from florida in an ammunition box and it smelled like fucking cigs so (laughs) fucking it's probably been in there since they lasted their last uh big run shredding the gnar out there yeah exactly so, uh, electro reception, sharks can sense fear. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, that's the, the majority of their, uh, like physical attributes that are attached to them besides reproduction and being sexual and being asexual yeah, and all brooding, all that stuff, you know, like 
because sharks are mammals they have wieners they're not mammals they're fish sharks are fish so they have wieners a lot of i mean a lot of things have wieners that aren't mammals mammals the main thing is the boobs let's not forget that Good literally call. mammary glands is why they name things mammals because aren't they have dolphins to... mammals yes and they don't have boobs they have milk though <laughs> have you ever had their milk joe i wouldn't try it you wouldn't really try it you sure well, here's the two things that mammals, right? It's the boobs and the breathing air, which dolphins and whales both do, even though they live underwater. They have to go up to the air and go oh, and breathe yeah. the air. Complain, they cannot, yeah. they don't have gills. Sharks, sharks aren't doing gills. that. Yeah. And also, mammals didn't exist 450 million years ago. Uh-huh. They, they didn't, they, there wasn't a thing as mammals. They, they came later on. So, milk and air. Milk and, milk and air. Yeah, I think that's the main two things. Yeah, I would definitely say. I mean, the brain function, I would put in there, but not really, because there's some dumbass mammals out there. So I'd say milk and air is the main Definitely. two things. All right, milk and air mammals. defines a mammal. All right, yeah. so uh, so, so, just like in Finding Nemo, there's a bunch of eggs and a bunch of grass and underwater, and a shark a comes and just sprays jizz all over them. Yeah, the mammals don't do that. Some do. Uh, no, no, they don't. <laughs> Mammals don't have eggs outside their bodies. No, I say just spraying over. jizz all over a bunch of eggs. Oh, they do that for sure, but it, reproduction doesn't work that way. There's but yeah, it is funny. If, you could, there, dude. if fish yeah. were mammals, you, they would literally you do you take your eggs and put them on a table or maybe a nice pillow, and then the other one would spray it all over. And that that's how fish. I mean, fish don't uh, they don't really do the thing. They don't do the, the beast with two backs. They lay the eggs first, then the sperm comes after that. They don't really do the humping thing. Because they have to, the way they lay eggs is literally all the eggs that exist inside mammals, ovaries, they just spew them out in the ocean. They go, there you go. No need to get on top of my ass. Just they're over there. That's where all the goods are. Mm. So I'm, imagine getting horny for a pile of fish eggs. That's what fish do. <laughs> they're not even horny for the fish. They're horny for the eggs. That's <laughs> weird. Caviar. I love eggs, man, but not like that. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that's so weird. So um, it's like uh, as species went on, they got more and more like, why don't we keep these things in here and I'll just look after them inside my body and then I'll be fine. <laughs> or fish are like, leave them out there 10,000 miles away, splurge on them, then off you go. And then, you know, reptiles and birds are like, all right, we'll, we'll you know, we'll do that first. Then we'll have the egg there. And we'll watch the yeah. egg, you know, we'll, we'll watch it. It's already fertilized. And mammals are Makes like, sense. fuck that. Just keep it inside the whole time. We won't take it out till it's ready. You know, it, it could be bad. What a goddamn work. Um, but I guess that I guess that sharks must uh, must do the, the inside thing because we are talking about how they eat each other in the womb. So they must they must have the inside embryo rather than like salmon or like um, uh, lionfish or things like or, or uh, clownfish. Like you said, the clownfish inside the sea and clownfish. Yeah. So there's a lot of different things they got going on. Some some sharks like the um, uh cat sharks uh often mate with a with a male curling around the female you know sometimes they they, yeah they do this curly jizz spray thing and then like that's great and then there's been a number of documented cases um where a female shark who has not been in contact with a male shark has conceived a pup on her own through pathogenesis meaning uh asexual wow 
Yeah, I'm not sure how that works. Wow. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of people um, in 2022 feverishly researching how that can be done. Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, they are. Yeah. Anything but adopting is the bottom yeah, line. Exactly. Yep. That's, uh, that's it. Or, or some of those people, anything but a guy, you know? I saw, oh my God. I, I saw a fucking, that. it was on Reddit, obviously, but it was one of those like Craigslist ads, but it wasn't on Craigslist, it was like another site. And it was a woman saying like, looking for, it was like a, you know, a date seeking ad, looking for a male partner, you know, no long-term relationship, like strictly fertility based. Like all this is, I'm going to paraphrase it. All I want you to do is come over, nut inside, leave, never associate with me again, pay for everything that has to do with it, all the medical mm. stuff. Um, obviously child support, never come into contact with our child, never associate or claim the child. And then that's it. Win win for the guy. I mean, this is the best case scenario. For it's her. a lose lose for the guy. No, I know. I'm yeah. kidding. Yeah. Like, uh, of course. Yeah. This it's sounds insane. like the girl from, Nathan I mean, it's the you. idea to be like, well, I'm giving you all the good stuff the one night. And then it, obviously your next 18 years, you're on the hook, but I forbid you to you accept see the person kid. as your child. Oh, that's it great. is insanity. insanity. Dude, that's but yeah, that's what it's like. It's like, yeah, just, you I, know. Our, it reminds me of in the rehearsal, like the the girl. That's yes. just someone like her. That's what she like, wanted. She was like, I don't want, because I can't get along like, with I'm men. I'm 44 so. and I just, you know, I haven't met the right guy. I, I was like, you have think maybe it's you? It's no, I just haven't you. met the right guy yet. It's okay. Yeah. Right, but you want a kid? You still want kids? Yeah, of course. It's like, Okay. Right. It's the well, curse of being a delusional human, right? psycho. You're, That's cool. Yeah. You're smart enough to, and you're you're socialized enough to not get along with people, but you still have that biological. <laughs> still urge to just reproduce. start getting it. Yep. So, and I think it's also the social standard. You're like, I want to have a kid and have the whole thing. I'm like, oh, this is this is little Charles, and da, 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 da. but I don't want to have like an annoying man who lives with me who like has opinions about the kid and stuff. Like, I want to just have the kid, have enough money to support them, and just do that. You know? Yeah, not funny, but funny. But uh, I don't know if you've seen Harold and Maude, but that's exactly what happens. If you are this girl and you go, I'm just going to have this little kid and be like, oh, this is my boy. But it's just like, it it's turns into toy. Harold from Harold and Maude, who fucking hates everything you stand for. And that's wants how to, it works. You and know? eventually, uh, yeah, basically kills you. So <laughs> basically, you want to have a pet. That yeah, you pet. Can, a pet, a pet that you pet think is a cat. Can, like, it's walk cat and people, talk. Yeah. Fucking cat people do this. Yeah, it, you know, it's they a think cat it's me like their version cat. of having a kid. Like, I just mm. want to have a kid and not have any responsibility to actually, like, this is like, a human being. That yeah, you I just make. Wanna, like, you want to, you want to, it's a, they, they put their, um, all of their problems. Yeah, all they, my trauma and they're immature. They're immature and they think that they're going to use them for love and oh, hug me and love me. When this is a human who probably fucking hates you and and is the one who actually needs your support, not your, you know, you're you're not there. They're your crutch for your yeah. It's so funny. I want to have a kid so I can take things from it. Yeah, no, no, you're supposed to give things to it, not take things from it. It's like, well, I need one because I need this shit in my life. It's like, no, no, no. If you need a kid in your life, the you the kid does not need you. Yeah, wrong time to have a kid. Yeah, just ask a shark. It's no good. Ask a shark because they 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 uh you know they have three ways to bear their young, which is oviparity, which would be uh, they hatch in the oviduct, which is within the mother's body, which is when they fight. So oh, they can they do fight. this. Okay. Yep, exactly. They don't have to do that, though, but that's the eggs yolk and shit, whatever it is. And there's an oviparity, which is 
they lay their fertilized eggs in the water so they get fertilized sort of in that's them what or i'm something thinking of for a lot of after the curling yeah. around and then then there's viviparity which is the gestation of the young uh without the use of a traditional egg and it kind of just looks like a fucking bag <laughs> oh gross so just a bag with a like baby fish in it i think kirsten told me about that they call it a mermaid's purse where it's just like a this yeah. egg sack uh-huh. which yeah. she's like oh isn't that cool i go well the name sounds way cooler than what it is, which is a disgusting pile of fish entrails and fish bags. And yeah, guts exactly. And, That's and funny. Babies. Just disgusting. Um, all so biology uh, is gross as fuck. Yeah, yeah, it is weird. So behavior-wise, fish, sharks, you get it. They speed-wise, they can swim up to thirty-one miles an hour, which is pretty cool, and they can travel probably around fifty miles a day before having to fucking rest. Uh, they have a brain-body to mass ratio that's similar with mammals and birds and uh they're pretty cool um so sleep that is a question because you've seen those videos or pictures of like blue whales sleeping where they're sleeping vertical because they yeah. hold air at their nose or their buoyancies up yeah, there so yeah. they do this so how do sharks sleep good question joe um all sharks need to keep water flung over their gills in order for them to breathe right yeah so i think so some fish have, have the ability here. to uh i think probably those ones that have the the bladder they can excuse me, use their diaphragm to keep water moving through their gills when they're sleeping. But mm. sharks don't have that. They need to use their muscles to force water through their gills. So how does sharks sleep then in that case? Yeah, so, uh, and uh, that sharks sleep with their eyes open, like you said, and actively follow the movements Um Okay, just in one case study said that, that while they're dead asleep, they follow the movements of divers around them. That's but interesting. Um, I think it's that so, their so, brain so, shuts down and their motor functions still consist. Exactly. Their defense mechanism still is on. So like species that don't need to swim constantly to breathe go through a process known as sleep swimming mm-hmm. in which the shark is essentially unconscious. It is known from experiments conducted on the spiny dogfish that its spinal cord rather than its brain coordinates swimming. So, right. spiny so dog shut like their brain said, down to sleep, yeah. but their, their body's still moving. Yeah. So, there's so the spiny dogfish continue to swim while sleeping. And this oh, also yeah. may be the case in larger shark species. And that's the best evidence they have so far is yeah, that um, uh, in, in 2018, there was a video of a great white shark sleeping while swimming. So, like you said, their spinal cord goes into they turn on autopilot, autopilot and then they fall asleep and it just fucking does this. Yeah. But it's actually, I mean, asleep. I think that that would, the same thing would happen with most species. If we didn't have that, that chemical response in our bodies mm. that paralyzes our bodies. And they also, the response of waking up, like a lot of people who sleepwalk or <laughs> it's like funny things to sleepwalking. Yeah. You know, it's like, you are, you can't say like, Oh, how do you sleep? If you're still moving, it's like, even we do it sharks can do it too like you, yeah. your brain shuts down you don't know what's going on but your body's still fucking rocking and rolling yeah. and it sounds like sharks do the same thing and birds do it too uh, there's that bird that flies for you know a fucking year straight <laughs> just just fall asleep in the air <laughs> still flying like sleeping it doesn't have to be uh that you have to curl up in a ball in a cave you just ha- your brain just has to shut down so your body can still move yeah you just don't know what the hell's going on it's funny though it's fucking funny um because like 
Yeah, sleepwalking, what a weird thing, dude. That would be weird right, for us, too. If we couldn't breathe without moving, you're just sleeping, just walking in a circle in your bedroom because you have to keep moving to breathe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, dude, there's so many things about the programming of us that's like, if it was just a little bit different, I think we'd be like, this is really odd. Like, there's things that we do that are odd, but like... there, I think it's just because we're used to it. We don't think it's odd. If you're like an alien, you'd be like, you guys do all this shit. It's fucking weird. Even sleeping, it's like, yeah, you know that part of your life every single night where you have to stop being alive Mm -hmm. for real quick? Because, you know, if you don't do that, you'll be tired. It's like, unconscious. Yeah, exactly. Because you can be tired from running and then you sit down for two hours and then you're like, okay, I'm not as tired as I was before. Like, why couldn't that just be your whole life? Just like every time you Mm -hmm. do stuff, just don't move for a while and you're good. It's like, no, you have to completely shut down. That's the that's the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine capitalism uh, if we didn't have to sleep. I'm just saying is that like our species is so terrible that we like focus on capitalism. Oh, Imagine if we God. couldn't sleep, it'd be a mess. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, Fucking capitalism mess. never sleeps. Nope, it doesn't. So I'm just saying is that like our species needs to sleep and it's a good thing because there's a bunch of monsters out there that are like, you know but the economy you know like yeah they're eating COVID. those uh those panzer chocolates right keeping wired 48 oh hours yes straight. the uh the rickets or what they call them the um it's meth rickets is a disease uh no 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 panzer chocolates are known as uh there's a there's a name that's really catchy like rickets it's not rickets i feel like panzer chocolates is a pretty catchy name for methamphetamine pills right uh, we've talked about this before um, on this podcast, uh, and it's—is it a German uh, word? Meth chocolate. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, it's called. He's on Bing right now, folks. Uh, <laughs> wait, you can see it? No, <laughs> you're not actually on Bing, are you? You better use Google. I'm on Bing, dude. You—that's hilarious. You don't care about all right. shit. Okay, so it's called Pervitin. Okay, so yeah, you're completely right. But, but Pervitin, so there's a brand of Pervitin called Panzer Chocolata. That's not the brand. That's the slang name. No. It's like saying like Mommy's Little Helper and dude, it's cocaine or I'm Adderall. Like dead. The brand isn't called Mommy's Little Helper. Dude, all right. Here's a package called Zotter Panzer Chocolata. Mit <laughs> Lockbeer und Pervitin, so that means with whatever lock beer. But it's named after the thing, right? It's named after the World War II use of this thing. Dude, they Panzer... didn't have anything called Panzer Tank Chocolates. And they were like, oh, yeah, by the way, it's meth. No, Panzer doesn't meth. mean tank. What's it mean? The Panzer Tank, though, right? It, yeah, that's a type of tank. But yeah, what's it mean? Panzer in German uh, does not, it's not necessarily a, a tank quality it's like the panzer tank was like you know there's a tiger tank which is named after the tiger yeah panzer tank is something else but it's called zotter panzer chocolate so like yeah but they named that after the world war ii shit right they didn't name it it has a swastika on it so (laughs) (laughs) so just probably i'm just saying they didn't call it panzer chocolate and then oh yeah i guess we'll use this in a panzer tank afterwards no the chicken and the egg situation was it was panzer chocolate was the slang term for meth and then they called it Panzer Chocolate. And now in 2022, they call it Panzer Chocolate because people know that means meth, right? Uh, I got to be on track with that, even though I know oh, it's German. Fuck, dude. Wow. I just There's really... no way it was called Panzer Chocolate 50 years before it was used in the tank. I All just right, I really, really, really just up my, I really did it good this time. So Panzer, <laughs> believe it or not, actually means tank. <laughs> I thought that 
that was like it's like called Panzer Tanks. Tank it's tank. called the Tank. Exactly. Tank. I thought it was like Tiger Tank. You know, Panzer. No, 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 I, I was on board. I was like, that sounds right. That sounds right. Literally means uh, tank. Tank. tank yeah. So. Uh, um, so it's called. It's like booger sugar. It's like oh yeah. Well, it wasn't called that. It used to be called booger sugar, and then people started snorting it. It's like no, no, no. It's called that because people snorted, not because people were like, oh, I guess I should do that. Yeah. So. That's funny. What a good funny. But, but, it was, but it was, there is a genuine bar of chocolate called Zotter Panzer Chocolata. <laughs> and it has a swastika on it. And it is, wow. it says it has, it says with lore beer and pervitin. And pervitin is pervitin is the, is so the it's chocolate with meth in it. Wow. And, um, it says Herman Goering on it. So <laughs> okay, this it literally is has crime. all. Of, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making. Dude, you can look at this right now. Like type in Panzer This chocolate. entire thing is a this hate whole crime. thing. But it, I know. That's but awful. it has it has fucking Herman Goering, who's the head of the SS, on it, and it's it literally. Th- th- this is the chocolate when they gave German tankers. Yeah. This it literally had SS on it, and Go it basically juice. says it was from Herman Goering, and it wow. is it's not good. How did this come into sharks? That is crazy. Well, it's because sharks... they never have to sleep. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, like German tankers and uh, yeah, fighter you, pilots. You don't sleep. It's just like you keep going. All yeah, the time. So, But the name is Pervitin, and it, Pervitin. that's Pervitin is the name of the, the meth. And then the chocolate is called Panzer Chocolate. So I, I um, say that, that's a slang. It's like mommy's little helper. That's like the nice way to put it. They don't go, here's your meth soldier. You go, oh, here's your chocolate, your tank chocolate. Yeah, here's your Herman Goering chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) You like dark chocolate? You're a Herman Goering? Uh, Not dark chocolate, uh, white chocolate. Yeah, sorry. Exactly. I prefer white chocolate, which is Herman Goering chocolate. (laughs) Herman Goering Panzer chocolate with the swastika on it. Kind of that place. That sounds like. Yeah, you know, the good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The real, like back, you guys used to like Coca Cola, right? Like back when it was cool. Yeah, Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Yeah. You ever had Herman Goering <laughs> Panzer chocolate? Because <laughs> that's that when chocolate that, was, really that is up. you like Coca Cola, you're gonna love Herman Goering Panzer chocolate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it's it really by up and you know go. it by the big giant bird with a swastika underneath its talons. That's the one. That's the one. That's <laughs> the one. It's the, real it's the real stuff. You're it's the seal of approval. Yeah, like when you take out a bar of Hershey's, it says Hershey's on. This one says Herman Goering. <laughs> that's how you know it's the, real the commander of the fucking ss the, herman Gurn was like no, no, yeah well herman Gurn, he might have been the even worse like the gestapo he's like gestapo yeah, the, the worst of the worst humans that have ever lived in the history of earth makes chocolate and it's for you <laughs> yeah. here you go have a good one it'll make you really addicted to killing people yeah. um, you want to have this uh, this cocktail it's called the ted bundy yeah literally you're gonna feel so great after yeah, you're gonna love it you love drills yeah drilling people gay people's heads in after you have sex with them it's really good well that's Dahmer, but yeah. really really good oh who'd you say uh bundy oh fuck yeah yeah sorry i just got confused. yeah same same Dahmer's going on right now. the same bench that's, yeah it's, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah same <laughs> they're part yeah. of the same dugout yeah, same uniform different same uniform. uh yeah different position <laughs> with an eagle holding the fucking what a time humans dude bunch of fucked up losers um that's what we are so speaking of all these sharks i think we should talk about i think it's time uh, the 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 biggest boss shark to ever exist uh 
uh, bef- yeah, I, I couldn't fucking agree more because Let's the weird thing is it. that there's a lot of evidence that it's still around. Yeah, just like the Loch Ness, Loch Ness monster and big the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, the so, lost, the lost monster, the lost monster. So the biggest shark to ever live, in layman's term, is called the megalodon shark. And what's it called the in Meg- the scientific terms? Uh, off the top of my head, I have no fucking idea because I'm stuck in Herman Gurren chocolate mode. I so. feel like it's um, still called the Megalodon. I think like Megalodon, a, Megalodon is, is like part two. It's like a, you know, Megalodon, oh yeah, Megalodon Sharkamosis. Sharkamosis. Yeah, exactly. So, okay, yeah. Because um, Megalodon literally means big teeth. Okay. All right. Just like Panzer chocolate means tank chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Or, okay. or how uh, Tyrannosaurus Rex means tyrant lizard king. Mm, didn't know that either so yeah saurus means lizard that's why every saurus dinosaur rex means, means king lizard yeah oedipus rex still greek play oedipus the king of uh, no Greece. way wow that's not known well enough uh, everyone pay yeah. attention and um, then obviously tyrannus six semper tyrannus tyrants death of tyrants crazy um, some of that means I'm, I'm, I'm losing myself here with my little so if no no you're not because if if you're fucking scared t-rexes Wait till you hear about the Megalodon shark. Wait till you hear the Megalodon. Talk about a uh, who's going to win battle. It doesn't really, can't really applicable because one's on land, one's on sea. But right, but the T Rex has got a big fucking jaw, but it ain't got shit on the seven to eight foot jaw of the Megalodon shark. I mean, that's you brought fucking, this up briefly in yeah, Megafauna yeah, because we had to, but yeah. we'll dive into it right now. I it's mean that huge. Fun. So you get a greyhound sized bus shark with yeah. an eight foot fucking mouth. And teeth that are the size, each tooth is the size of your hand. Yeah. Seven, and not only does it have, inches. I think, I think it's That's like seven inches, 24 on the top row, 22 on the bottom row. But let's not forget the conveyor belt of teeth that has multiple rows below it mm-hmm. that are willing to come right up. And, you know, they don't wait their turn. They'll fucking hook on you too. And mm-hmm. just like the great white shark, they're serrated. So yeah. they're made to just be slicing back and forth. It's not like one big chomp like a modern day cat where it tries to bite down on the spinal cord. This thing grabs any chunk and just starts ripping it to shreds like like 40 little saws, but not that little because it's the size of your freaking hand. Yeah, and similar to the guy getting his pinky bit off while he's fishing that we both see. Yeah. Just like he, that, that one's a smaller one and grabs on and spins. Just fucking comes right off. Slicing it was dice. the video. The video is so that guy loses his finger in so one fast. one hundredth of a second. He just I mean, as soon as he gone. makes the idea, I should put my hand in the shark's mouth. He regrets it immediately. Gone. The shark and just then spins all his gone. Force of will has to go to him, not freaking out in front of all his family because he could have been like, "Oh my god!" But he goes, "Off the damn pinky, fuck." <laughs> <laughs> if he was alone, I guarantee you he'd be screaming a lot more and panicking but he just wanted to be like i don't want to freak out in front of my family because i want to be a cool guy yep and uh he's he's not having a good time and i'll guarantee you he never got the back because not only is that pinky in the shark's mouth no it's way about, uh, a couple exactly. hours to shore and he's not getting it back yeah he's tourniqueting out a little bit yeah you're gonna, and, you're gonna worry about blood loss at that point not pinky gain <laughs> Yeah, exactly. So that's fucking bummer for him. And then so picture that, except now you said it's a six to eight foot uh jaw instead of a five to six inch jaw, a little shark head. And what kind of damage that thing could do? These things yeah. used to hunt whales. 
hunt whales hunt giant squid, was hunting whales. hunt fucking everything crazy hunt, hunt alamosaurus swimming fucking bronchiosaurus you know like this thing would fuck them all it and was then, the apex predator of the ocean yeah it's a sure. fucking disaster to get in the path of this fucking thing and um every modern day shark would get its ass kicked even the whale shark which is the biggest shark on the planet doesn't even have teeth so that thing's getting its ass kicked easy yeah weird statistics uh top of my head human beings eat i think about two thousand pounds of food a year um sounds like a lot but also not a lot it's really hard to figure out so it's, well, it's, it's, it's literally a ton that's that's a lot yeah it sounds about right though so like consuming we're like two thousand pounds of shit a year yeah it's pretty crazy the megalodon shark consumed 2,500 pounds of fucking meal. That was a day, I think. But a yeah. day, okay. I probably, yeah. I, probably, I probably only ate once a day. Didn't have breakfast. Well, exactly, day. yeah. It was a once a day or, you know. And it had to, to maintain its size. I mean, if mm-hmm. you, picture if you only ate like, a lot like of fucking food, one man. ounce of food a day, you'd be, it'd have to be very dense food to be alive because we don't weigh that much. But if we weighed as much as a megalodon, you need to eat, you know, a fucking ton of food every day to survive. Yeah, but it wasn't, I mean, it's not a hard ask at that time, though. Like, you know, you go back to the Bible's days where they're saying, like, you know. Go back the to the Bible days. I'm just saying, first, when they wrote them, early the recorded history, just <laughs> referencing fishing mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, mentioned Praise fish be to a him. lot. Or he's our Savior, Joe. And he he's saved big us. big on the fish metaphors. He saved us from our sins. And he talked about fishing a lot, and there yeah, was, he was always a fisher the, of men, as he said often. There, like, like, um, oh, just like um, Jeffrey Dahmer, exactly. Yeah. So he <laughs> um, mentioned the oceans or the Red Sea, and the fish were jumping out of it a lot. Like yes. back then, the sea was a lot more full of fish. So to be a megalodon and get twenty five hundred pounds of fish wasn't that hard. It was though because they didn't hunt small schools of fish; they only hunted large prey. So they had to find a big fatty to eat, and if they didn't find it, they weren't going to get it. So unlike modern day sharks, tiger sharks, which could go out of a school of fish and or a great white, which could get like you know a mouthful of fish or whatever, get a week out of a tiger. This thing is so big; it it needed to get like big prey to take it down. Like it it couldn't just make like a bear and eat you know a hundred and ten blueberries and be like okay i'm getting somewhere mm-hmm. this thing had to eat as far as we know maybe it did eat small prey we don't know but all the evidence we have is it only went after large prey so when it was eating you know picture like you know a big cat or whatever it's not eating like squirrels every day it's going two weeks and it's starving and it's going for that zebra you know you get that big kill the real yeah feast. that's a real it's a good move right there so plus it was um, not as agile or quick as those little fish so it really couldn't like trick them out of it but yeah, it would be top doing speed though it. pretty cool i mean that thing was probably cruising so a lot of a lot of fit you know, oh yeah of, i mean the muscle rear... power the thing probably went fast as hell and powerful they they, power. they say that the amount of muscle power it had it could launch or breach out of the water like 100 feet or something like it could clear the entire ocean the amount of muscle power that dude we've gone backwards so far like if we didn't fuck this up you know like no one knows what the megalodon but like imagine seeing like just chilling on the beach, like behind you right there, having a, having a, you know, fiddlehead IPA. And then a fucking megalodon breaches the surface. Like that'd be amazing to see. You know, people wouldn't get depressed. <laughs> You'd be like, this is fucking crazy. Like, we're, they wouldn't get depressed you know, like, and they wouldn't swim. 
No, I am not sure. If I saw that, surfing would be a little bit more of a concern. For if me. I saw that, I wouldn't go in the water at that beach ever again. Yeah, I'd be like, that's insane. A, a greyhound fucking bus just breached the breached the surface, went 100 feet in the air. Let's then, just be real and say 50 for the moment, which yeah. is five stories, which is every single place that has been destroyed in Tampa. Right I imagine now. they were dropping um, a Greyhound bus off of the top of your house into the ocean. And that was just like something you saw that day. Whoops. Huge. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You'd be like, that's fucking ridiculous. And it's just, it just, just literally just goes up to a whale and just bites it in half. Like, just like no break. So it was like the amount of force its jaw has is like a crushing a whale, like a, 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 a blue whale. What's no, no, blue whale's the biggest whale. What's the biggest whale? The biggest whale is a blue whale, but I, blue whale, I yeah, I'm not sure how many blue whales it went after. They haven't found a lot of evidence of uh, it hunting blue whales. But yeah, like sperm whales, uh, you know, humpback, whales, all that kind of shit, like just giant, just fucking shit. Yeah, so like giant fucking whales. It. Um, uh, they also said it that had this, this, some evidence of it ripping off. Like what it would do is that it would bite the tail first, like you know, an oh, RPG yeah. hits the back of a helicopter. Yeah, and it's yeah. like, well, now what are you going to spinning do? out of control? Like, so just... yeah, because it would sneak attack. It would come from the bottom as. Wow. Uh, Get As a lot back. of sharks do that now, and even sperm whales do it, they go from the bottom so you can't see them. And then after your tail's gone, you're fucked. You can't even swim. Now you yeah. just meet. Nice. Good move. Smart. So it would it would just fuck that whole thing up. But its ability to crush a whale skull is essentially like us eating an apple. That's it's that easy. Like it's like you could rip through a freaking SUV with that jaw, just crush. no question. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy, as far as the megalodon shark is concerned. Easy peasy, whale skull squeezy. Yeah, fucking big time, dude. So, so, so some people think that the meg is still around. Every year there's some really weird sighting, and every year there's some giant fucking whale that's got a seven foot diameter chunk taken out of it. Mm-hmm. Which is really and nice. the evidence to support and this as big as great that... whites get and tiger sharks get, none of them have a bite radius that's seven feet. I mean, yeah. So there's a lot of things. I, I don't could be think like kill, a thousand killer whales eating like that don't even have really seven feet. No, they don't. So I mean, they're huge, but seven feet is. I mean, the the jaws of a megalodon are bigger than the jaws of a killer whale, which I think isn't that the biggest predatory fish. Or, it is. It's not even fish. Yeah. Predatory sea creature, like has the biggest bite radius. Yeah. So and um, so so the reason to think that there might still be uh, a couple of these bad boys out there is that you know we still, as as known in the deep uh, Dylan Joe Basin podcast, deep blue episode, uh, world's you know big holes, right? Um, holes. Deepest holes. Uh, the Mariana Trench is pretty fucking deep. You know, we can't possibly know what's going on in all those realms. Um, and, uh, you know, so we can't necessarily prove that the Megalodon doesn't exist right now. And we also can't been, prove it does. Can't prove it does. But we also have. We can prove where it lived and it didn't over live the in the Mariana Trench because it couldn't survive down there. But over okay. the past 100 years we have had a bunch of other shark species that we thought were extinct that died hundreds of millions of years ago that showed up and they're not dead. They never did die. So especially in the thirties, I forget exactly the, the extinct species of shark. They found it alive and it's real. 
they were big. Not Megalodon big, but the Megalodon might be, you know, we got big body, big brain. Mm. So, well, my favorite ones are the Greenland shark, which uh, is average lifespan is like 200 years. We live up to 350 years. So there is Greenland sharks that exist that um, have been around since before the United States and they're still swimming. They're not as big as that, but I mean, you wouldn't even know it was there and you find this species, you go, how old is this thing? And that's the funny part about sharks is like, you can count them like the rings, like trees I found out, which is they'll go into their spinal column and see how long they've been alive to figure out how old they are. Cause you can't actually mm-hmm. ask them and they don't have IDs. So yeah, it's true. That yeah. Way. yeah. And that's how old these sharks can get. So yeah, I mean, I would not rule out the possibility that a Megalodon still could exist on the planet, but the circumstances in which it lived are no longer feasible. And that's why we think of the great whites as the great predators of the deep because the megalodon is not around to challenge it any longer as far as we can see until you see a great white with a silver tail bit on it which you have seen mm-hmm. it happened some stuff out there mm. what do you think it. did that you it's think it was megalodon it was you don't think megalodon. it was another shark could have been a megalodon could have been a killer whale or another shark though right it could have been yeah I mean, if you saw The Rock with a black eye, would you think that there was an eight-foot-tall man who punched him? The Rock, the actor? Yes. Sleeping with a black eye. (laughs) (laughs) Must have been Shaq. Could have been. No, if you saw something huge get hurt, you don't automatically think, well, something bigger must have hurt it, or else how did it get hurt? The size chart doesn't always work for nature, right? I mean, if a great white shark tail gets bit, some badass thing bit it, but it doesn't necessarily mean that a bigger shark bit it. I mean, a sperm whale is much larger than a great white shark, and a sperm whale is a carnivore, so is a killer whale, and they're both much larger than great white sharks. It doesn't automatically mean a larger shark did it. Sharks and whales don't know about the charts we have about what animals are, so they don't follow No, they don't get that. And then also, if you were to take a blue whale, and then you were to, so say the tail section's here. So yep. the last six feet to let's last 10 feet is the tail. And then you have another mid set, a pre mid section. That's another 10 feet. Um, you fill it with a bunch of candy. And then the right. next section is a bunch of bullshit. The next section is the head. So you got like 40 feet of whale here. Um, and then all of the sharks that particularly like that type of candy. So you get like 10 great whites eating that one section of that shark mm-hmm. in a pattern to eat all that candy out of that shark. It might look like one giant shark took a giant bite, but it was actually 10 sharks. Right. That's a good point. Yeah. So I'm just saying, so yes, there is, you know, hard to really tell. Yeah. But, um, and also why would honest, honestly, why would a Megalodon shark just want one bite? Yeah. I mean, I figure if you got him, 2,500 pounds of If you of got him with no day. tail, I mean, just finish mm-hmm. him like you finished so many whales before. Yeah, and I follow a, a whole fucking host of sharks on Shark Tracker and Sharktivity, yes. and um, you have to see them go missing because if you're a megalodon, I probably want to probably eat a great white because that's a pretty dense, uh, you know, good group of, of food, meat. cartilage, not bones aren't fucking me up, you know, pretty good mm-hmm. source of food. So, you know, it's how uh, cool would that be, though, if they if if something ate one of the sharks on Shark Tracker and they're like the sharks going like 
a thousand miles north and they they go to track it down and there's this big megalodon on there because the tracker is still in its belly that's fucking really good point that's like what happens in jurassic park 3 another yes. movie where the dinosaur eats them, mm-hmm. and then the, the they call the satellite phone is ringing in its belly and they're like oh shit so it's still active dun, but dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah right? so yeah that's a good point that's a good point you know um, I, I don't want any, any ill will towards bob but you know maybe bob gets eaten and you think bob's off the coast of uh, the carolinas but turns out bob's in the belly of the beast it's the belly of the beast that'd be cool I mean, yeah, a real Pinocchio situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't get the reference right now because it's been a long time since a Pinocchio, but uh Pinocchio gets eaten by a whale. You fucking serious? Yeah. Him what? and Geppetto both get eaten by a whale. Yeah. By a whale? Yeah. Wow, I gotta watch that movie again then. I have no urge to watch this movie at all, but like I forgot that. Wow, that's pretty wild. Yeah. So um, so we got uh, I'm thinking um speaking of sharks, uh it's probably time for a quick commercial break yeah let's do it i think we should get into after this we should get into shark attacks i was thinking too let's do it yeah right on the other side of the commercial hey dating can be hard there's a lot of people out there a lot of apps it's hard to really sift through the trash but when i'm living in my element deep beneath the seafloor, just hanging out, having a fun time, checking out shells. I start to think of what my real life partner would be. And that's why I've signed into lobstersonly.com. You made for life, and no matter how hard or soft your shell is, we don't judge you there. A lot of the times people think, what's the market price? I'm not interested in that. What I'm interested in is in long-term relationships with crustaceans deep below the seafloor for long periods of time. And the thing is, we keep growing. Not only the fan base, but also our bodies. Within 120 years, we can make it up to 45 to 50 pounds. And that's something special. I don't think it should be thrown away. Ditch the other apps. Lobstersonly.com Brought to you by the Dylan and Joe Basement podcast. So, anyways, I tell her <laughs> that your upbringing doesn't have to directly correlate to your sexuality. Anyways, we're back in the Dylan Joe Basement podcast. Mm-hmm. We're talking about Dunan. We're talking about Dunan, 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 Sexual sharks. Shark attacks. Shark attacks. In this segment, we're talking about shark attacks. There's a lot of shark attacks in the history of mankind. And I think I'd go over a couple of the most famous ones. I obviously pulled up our main source, Wikipedia, for these shark attacks. I can only think of two famous ones, and they're both on this list. Dylan, did you want to get the list started off, or do you want me to start off the list? Probably I have a, I have a yeah. really more specific set of locational shark attacks, Please. and none of them are wildly famous like the ones you're mentioning. So I feel like you might want to start off on this one because I'm going to talk yeah. about a, I'm going to talk about a certain thing because um, all mine come down to uh, surfing because I'm in the water a lot, surf every week. 
I would, I would imagine a lot of and I have to justify are directly correlated with surfing. They are, um, but tempting the ocean. Yeah, price. but uh, but I have to you know mitigate risk and figure out what are the chances of this. So I'm gonna let you talk about some famous shark attacks first. Okay, and then I'll get into kind of my um, uh, my little. Um, uh, white paper on shark attacks. <laughs> okay, well, do, yeah. you, do you know, uh, like, what do you want me to go through this, the list? Of, it's like six of them, or do you want me to stop? You should just go through your six because mine's okay. more, mine's less of a, you know, I, I've got a couple I might highlight, but overall, it's more of like a, a, a genre of shark attacks, less than like just some highlights. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. Well, yeah. a, a notable, notable shark attacks, which I think it's funny that they only stick out some of them. I think I should mention beforehand that uh, shark attacks are obviously terrifying and awful. And they're disproportionately blown up on the news and shit. It's like, can you believe this shit mm. happened? But if every time someone had a heart attack, it was covered like a shark attack, you would think that the, your heart is the scariest thing that ever happened to you. So. Mm. Exactly. Fairly rare. And also, um, if every time a shark attacked versus sharks attacked humans, you know. Oh, yeah, exactly. This is shark attacks on humans. We should be yeah, this isn't the that. Daily Seal Report uh, Gazette. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, shit, another the, group of the Daily Seal casualties. 7,500 are gone today. <laughs> in the the globe. Mentions from the front 20,000 seals casualty today in the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> exactly. The Atlantic Ocean reports another 5,800 up in Norway. Uh, our forces massacre. have moved strong and our mitigation process has begun all the way to Iceland. <laughs> where <laughs> we think the there Iceland are stopped. no strikes, but we have reports of a megalodon shark uh, at 5,800 feet below sea level. You know, yeah, exactly. It's moving so towards for, Nova Scotia. Stop. So as most things, when the world feels like it's on fire... Um, the trees don't feel like they're on fire. The seals aren't freaking out. The fucking sand doesn't give a shit. Humans are the thing. It's like, Human I'm having a bad day. The world's not, though. Whether there's, including when there's war going on, it's usually that there's... It's whatever's uh, going on it's, with you. It's the human and you is the issue. So I always go on about these, please. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll learn. loop back to that during Final Thoughts. That's I know a lot about them. them. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, yeah, Noble Shark, shark Attacks, we have George Coltard. Coltard? Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's C-O-U-L-T-H-A-R-D. So it could be Coulthard, but I, I feel like it might be Coulthard. If he's fancy, and, uh, he goes by Coulthard. He was an Australian cricketer, which means he played cricket in the uh, 1800s, okay. and he got shark attack. A lot of these are Australian. A lot of sharks in Australia. Definitely Fox, a seriously an Australia thing. Yeah. yeah, Rodney Winston Fox was an American filmmaker and conservationist. So think David Attenborough-style guy, Steve Irwin-style guy. Shark attack, mm -hmm. he's dead. Uh, we also have Mathieu Schiller, French bodyboarder, which I guess that means he's like doing body surfing again, spending a lot of time in the ocean. Yeah, mm -hmm. if you spend you know three days in the ocean per year, shark attacks are nearly zero percent gonna happen to you. But if you spend every waking moment in the ocean, eh, the, the rate rises, it's still not you know. 10%, but it's, it's, it's not zero. Yeah. No offense to bodyboarders, but like, you know, they're on, um, boards that are four to five feet long. So your legs are always exposed. 
Gotcha. Just saying, you don't look like a floating piece of shit. You look like a... Wait, so bodyboarding you know, is not you just like use your own body? You go on a surfboard still? No, that's um, body surfing. That's what I'm thinking of. Body surfing is just like going into a giant wave and swimming yeah. fast and trying to use your body. Yeah, I guess you wouldn't be famous for that. Uh, so what's bodyboarding? Bodyboarding is boogieboarding. There's professional boogieboarders? Yeah, they call themselves bodyboarders. So That's lame. Uh, they're, I they're can boogieboard. 200 bucks, you get a pretty decent board that's, you know, they have fins and stuff and you, instead of standing on it, you boogieboard, but you're in swell. So you can go, they're pretty fucking sick as shit. I, I mean, I'm sure that's the coolest version of boogie boarding, but that's it not, is. that's not surfing. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. We got Brooke Watson. Oh, now we're going way in the past. British soldier and Lord Mayor of London, which means wow. that at the time, the Lord Mayor of London was killed by a shark. That's pretty notable, nice. I guess. Just, just for who it was. That. Yeah. I didn't know sharks made their way up there to the old British Isles. Again, Australian Mick Fanning. Mick, the old Mick Fanning. Sounds yeah. like his family used to be from Ireland. Uh, Australian yeah. pro surfer, shark attack, murdered. Boom. And then, obviously, speaking of famous surfer, surfers, rather, this is the one I thought of immediately. Her name's Brittany, yep. or not sorry. I was thinking of Brittany earlier. Bethany, rather. Bethany Hamilton. Hot name. Also known in my mind, as the soul surfer, a.k.a. the girl who got her arm bit off by a shark while Mm -hmm. surfing and then went right back to surfing. Yep. I mean, I love that mentality. They made a movie about her. Mm -hmm. Uh, She's a total badass. And she's, you know, a a world pro surfer. She's not just like some girl who's like, I like surfing. It's fun. Like She's, you know, a professional. But the fact that she went back, I mean, that takes some balls i mean the yeah, very it's, idea uh scary yeah it's like being a survivalist and you're like yeah it's like living in the woods and you get your leg ripped off by a bear you're like yeah i'm still gonna do that i mean it's not the bear's fault it's like i know that but in my mind i still wouldn't go back yeah as someone who broke their arm in half skateboarding i never touched whenever again. yeah i was Even like yeah, back to the beach well, I, I know thing. that it took absolutely nothing to do this I fell in my mom's driveway and my arm all of a sudden is, uh, you know, different shapes poking through the skin and it's looks like a giant V. I will take a pass on this department. Yeah. Not the risk is not worth the reward for skateboarding. So for her to get back out there and keep doing it, badass, it's pretty cool. I think it's cool. So, and obviously the likelihood of her getting bitten by a, a shark again is even less than her getting bitten by a shark one time. I mean, your likelihood of getting bit by a shark is almost zero, and twice is even less than that. So, I mean, statistically, she's not even doing a risky thing. But psychologically, how the fuck can even just smelling the water? Can't isn't that the last thought you had? It was when the shark ripped your fucking arm off. I mean, you only yeah. have one arm now for the rest of your Drama life. Is sensory, dude. Do you you remember what the air? I mean. Your yeah, body teaches you that so it never happens again. And then you have to overcome that and go right back into it. Every well, like, sense yeah, really is telling you not to do love it. love that. Like, you know, it's like, is it is it worth it? Was this, was this what for her? Meaning, it was, it's yeah. basically, is this the, is the meaning of life getting out there? Which for a lot which of surfers, like it, it is. Yeah. Um, it is for her. You know, but like, it's really and honestly, surfing is not easy, and it's definitely not easy if you can only use one arm to balance. I mean, she's not even she doesn't use a prosthetic arm. Look at the picture right now; she's just surfs with one arm, so she just 
has to work her way around yeah that. and my first thought would be popping up is kind of hard with just one arm um, oh, yeah, her leg muscles must be something else paddling, to catch, paddling to catch a wave is is you know you don't want to paddle for a lot of time you want to paddle for a short time really quick so it could be a couple seconds could that's be gonna be a tough paddle you just keep, tops, you just keep you know, turning like, left every time yeah exactly yeah that's what i'm saying so like that's uh yeah yeah fuck that good for her you know yeah, yeah. Really crazy and then obviously um, rounding it out with the most famous shark attack case in american history in world history in shark history because we write the books the uss indianapolis oh my fucking god i was nineteen. what it was gonna be and this all makes sense now can yes. you tell us it about is, this because this is, is a crazy unreal like i can't nightmare. believe one of the biggest we, nightmares you ever imagined well, I mean, obviously, we must have talked about it in our lives before, but the fact that it never came up in the podcast. It's not the podcast yet. Yeah, this is really strange. This is the first time it came up in the podcast. Yeah. So I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. I haven't gone over the whole entire thing again, but I just know it from memory. Is that? Yeah, me too. Yeah. Is that this is a, so that you're looking at the time period, this is late in World War II. It's a naval ship uh, supposed to be transporting not the entire thing, but supplies in order to use the nuclear bomb in japan that that is the mission to really? bring over okay. yeah. the, uh, part of the supplies to build the bomb which is why it gets so horrific because they are on very low communication it's like almost zero communication like people in the military can't even know about this mission yeah. so you can't be squawking out to everybody in the world never mind people in other nations that you're not supposed to be there basically yeah you, you take your you take your little uh package you walk into the woods. You don't tell anyone where you're going or how long you're going to be. And if you break your ankle, no one's looking for you. That, Do you know if it was between uh, the West Coast and Hawaii or Hawaii and Guam? It, uh, it's it's past it Hawaii. So it's between Hawaii and Guam or between yeah. Hawaii and the Marshall Islands because that's yeah. where they took off from. So, like, um, that's fucking insane so like yeah it's, it's more no it's, it's closer to japan than it is the united states yeah so it's past hawaii yeah well it's supposed to be marshall islands where we would be able to yeah marshall islands so like, yeah which is yeah. off the coast of japan we're by a thousand miles or whatever close enough yeah so you have like yeah yeah exactly. it's very far so, away from japan but it's close to america anyway yeah. so this, this this crew goes out there and um you know they're like i said radio silent the whole way through you can't even really say if there's any issues you really can't be squawking out about it but they get downed i, I can't remember how they get down they, they got they got they got attacked right or what i don't even know honestly i don't even think they got they, in my I, mind I, they sure got it might have been by, a torpedo bomber or something like yeah you know like by japanese forces I, I think they get down by why I, I gotta look this shit up. I, I should have looked this up before I was right so now. The but anyways, they, 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 was a, it, it wasn't a, a mechanical error. They they were sunk. Yeah, it's it's important. So like it was a um oh they were to, torpedoed by a submarine, Japanese submarine. There struck we go. on her starboard side by two type 95 torpedoes. Yeah, so the Japanese one sub, bow, one coming in. by a Japanese submarine I-58 captain they by Commander Makdasara Hashimoto. They left him there for, for dead. And the, the issue, the reason that he torpedoed it, which is kind of funny, is that it, he wouldn't have probably taken this opportunity um, besides, okay, so it was going from Guam to the Philippines. There you and go. so even this is even past what I thought is yeah. that he thought he was, he thought that 
the USS Indianapolis was a New Mexico class battleship, much like the Arizona, which wasn't New Mexico, but it was still like, a, you know, battleships are, you know, big deal. All right, but it wasn't a cargo ship. It was a Navy warship. So they're like, all right, I had to start this thing up. So anyway, yeah. they, they, they he thought it was bigger than it was, which is why he decided to use a tour. He, he might have just passed that and said, ah, I'll let them go because they it's just some stupid dumb boat. Yeah. He thought it was a an actual like well, if he would have known what was really on board, he would have. Oh, for sure. But he didn't. Torpedoes. He just thought it was like some <laughs> dumb ship because because yeah. it was, uh, you know, the Annapolis was it wasn't that it wasn't small, but it wasn't big, you know, like um it's a uh, 90 you know 10,000 um ton uh 610 foot ship it's not yeah. that big like a, a destroyer is a lot bigger anyways go on so anyways they, they sink the thing and of all the crew that survives the sinking of a ship which we know from naval history and all these kind of crazy things what it's going to be one of the worst ways to go in in war is is uh, you know just, the entire thing is drowning and you're stuck in this you know, prison cell. Yeah. But of the people who survived, uh, they, they got, they had the worst end of the stick. It was better to die with the impact and the drowning because they were stuck in the open ocean for days and they didn't have any contact to anyone to say here, here's where we are. We were down by Japanese craft because they said it was such a silent mission that they had very little contact. And that, led to one of the most horrific events that I've ever heard about that they probably would have made a movie about by now if they haven't already. No, there's, there's, there, I, I saw there, So there's definitely documentaries that have reenactments in them that yeah, are which is the really good. Um, and if you don't because already they're know just in the I'm... water, just waiting. And then all of a sudden people just get just yes. all of a sudden like, Hey, Hey Joe, all's good over here. <laughs> gone. Yes. I mean, Forever I, gone. I obviously cannot do it justice. You guys should look it up. But this is a story that you have heard before, even if you haven't heard it from me. It's the story that Quint tells in the movie Jaws about how he was on the Indianapolis. And he goes, 100 men go into the water, 30 men come out of the water. And it's all about the story where they all have whatever life rats or whatever they're hanging on to. And that sharks start coming in with all the wounded and all the sick soldiers and the psychological trauma of hundreds of sharks coming and picking them off one by one yeah and there's nothing you can do about it all the men who survived will never be the same again and all the those who didn't went through some horrific terror of watching their friends get uh, dehydration salt water poisoning and most of all open shark attacks in the ocean nothing you can do i mean just i it was i think it was whatever 70 80 guys um got murdered by sharks which is the largest shark attack on record because of the feeding frenzy it is there's never another example of this that's in the we ever have records of and uh 316 men survived out of the 1195 on board so if you didn't go down with the ship then you were either gonna dehydrate and become shark food or the sharks were gonna eat you while you were still alive and there's even stories as horrific as it was of guys who had their legs eaten and they were still alive and they could still talk, but they just couldn't do anything. And all their friends could do is just pray to God and just talk them through it because I can't save you. The world's taking you down. I mean, that's gotta be the most brutal shark attack of all time. Oh yeah. That takes the cake by a long shot. Um, and it wasn't until they were spotted in the open ocean, uh, uh, by on August 2nd, by, um, 
a PV1 Ventura and a PBY2 Catalina uh, seaplane from the Navy. Mm. And they're like, so, so they, they're like going out get, scouting yeah. and they're like, oh, isn't that that ship that was supposed to carry those uh, components to the nuclear bombs we're going to bomb Japan with? Whatever happened to that ship? God, what a nightmare, dude. A, and like the, the, the reactions I've seen are just like, you're just like, when it first started happening, they didn't think of sharks and they started to see fins and like, what the hell? Then all of a sudden, we're showing this, and then all of a sudden, I just get pulled under the water and never come back. It's it's a, a horror movie writer couldn't do as good of a job as nope. this real thing. Did. No way. Yeah, it was a crazy nightmare. So, um, so my my thing on shark attacks um, is something interesting because this comes from a surface perspective where I have to consider it, you know. And I was like, you know, all of a sudden there's like, there's they're like, oh, there's a shark off the coast of Wells. Some woman got eaten by a shark in in um uh in uh the uh part of maine like um it's recently uh, yep in uh, booth bay harbor uh last year or the year before that so we'll get eaten by a shark paddle boarding wow. and booth bay is like basically up by canada it's very far acadia it's by acadia oh yeah yeah way up there yeah, so you're like sharks don't go up there i'm like they fucking do go look at your they shark do. trap right now they are lo- they love prince Edward island in Nova Scotia, sharks are always up there. Yeah, I think and um, it'll happen more and more frequently as the mm-hmm. ocean's waters get warmer and warmer. Sharks will go further and further north and south. They will, but you would think that that because they're going for they, that, they would be more in concentration in places like, um, you know, Gloucester, anyone that sticks out a little bit, you know, like, um, well, yeah, but, that's the famous part, but that was, you know, they were in Gloucester in 1976 and now they're in Acadia 2022 and the earth's warming up so it's, yeah you know climate change does affect animals yeah stuff. and they're they're there just that it you know for for sharks you know they're not just going to come check out the beach for no reason they're going to go there because there's seals there so they only I don't do see exactly. i don't curious, see a like lot of are. seals when i'm surfing but anyways i'm still i'm still conscious of like what's up i'm like i gotta know so um so I started to research things because all of a sudden there's a shark in the haunt or somewhere near where I surf and I'm a little nervous. Um, so I'm like, all right, well, there's one a great white reported, you know, within, you know, five miles of where I surf. I probably want to know that. Um, so I look at it, but then I was like, you know, let me look up like shark attacks in New England. And, uh, and here's some data that should really help you out if you want to go surfing in New England is that um the first documented shark attack in new england which would be providence newport well really newport rhode island to uh the tip of maine is uh was in 1751 in massachusetts and take a wild guess joe since 1751 from newport bristol that whole tip area all the way to maine Guess how many documented shark attacks there has been from well, 1751 to 2000? Kind of off. 22. Yeah, I'm going to give you a kind of shit answer because of the fact that I've also looked at this for the podcast. So in my mind, I would be like 5,000. But because I know a little bit more about it, I'm going to conservatively guess 500. 500 is a wonderful guess, Joe. I appreciate that. Um, the actual answer is 21. 21. I mean, that's it, from 1700s to now. You would have, you think it would be like multiple times per year till then. 
So when everyone's freaking out about the fact that there's like a billion sharks in the Cape, because there is, um, since 1751, there's been 21 shark attacks. That's crazy. Including the Cape Cod. And uh, and as far as fatalities go... Um, yeah, they're not all fatal. Take a while to guess how many of those 21 were fatal. I'm not going to hear that. 10. Seven. And seven. of those seven, one of them actually happened the past couple of years in Lynn. Lynn. Yeah. So, oh man, you so like random, random <laughs> yeah. city of sin, come out the way you go in. Um, so some random stuff. So you go, you know, the chances are unbelievably unlikely that anytime, even if yep. there's a increase in the amount of sharks here, you're not gonna is this an increase in amount of sharks? Is this actually happening because of global warming, or is this actually just kind of like just the I mean, way their, their territory might change relatively? But sort of, might... but like, but like I know because I'm out there. I've I've seen a seal one time, and it was mm-hmm. just a curious seal. It wasn't just like whatever it was. I was sitting on my board, and I was like, that looks like a fucking giant cat. And I was like, holy shit, it's a seal. Um, but if you go to P Town, where I've also been. Um, there's a fucking ton of seals and you don't go in that water. So it's a big part of it too. Like sure. Um, the, the bottom elbow of the Cape that curves up, mm. there's hundreds of sharks a day by those buoys that are about five yeah. miles off the coast. Yeah, ocean side rather than base side. Exactly. Yeah. So don't swim there. Everyone knows that, you know? So like a big part of it is awareness, but like these, these shark attacks, um, those 21 of them have been, um, uh really interesting and some interesting stories like um so the july 27 1751 um uh happened in bristol uh bristol rhode island yeah yeah i know bristol that's we we rode our bikes we sure did way up there that was the first documented one was in bristol and then um since then a lot of them happened and uh uh it's just like random shit like someone's like swimming to shore from their boat instead of taking the little thing you know like yeah um this was one of the first fatal ones which was reported by the salem red register salem massachusetts register reporting on situate massachusetts of a um fisherman uh who was half a mile off a shore and uh and he was in the fucking water somehow and um and a shark was uh, like jumping on and attacking the boat and, and, uh, and he just got sucked underwater and died. So like, um, that's really kind of how most of these went. Like in another one, uh, Chelsea, Massachusetts, which uh, most people who are on this list, this podcast, some of them don't, cause we are kind of global at this point. We'll look at our listeners. Yeah, we're global, um, but this is part of Massachusetts. Chelsea, folks. Chelsea's like way in there. So it's just North of Boston, like a football throw distance. But it's like what it's it's, you know, the Charles River comes in and a little north of that it's it's really inland. And uh, a, a guy who was duck hunting in Chelsea in 1847 duck hunting duck over here um, in the river there got attacked by a shark and killed, you know, like the river. So so my whole point is that, like, as scared as we are by sharks, which a majority of that fear comes from Jaws which has been rated the most uh, exactly Uh, the the scariest horror movie of all time ever, which was based in Cape Cod and filmed in Cape Cod. It's definitely affected the most people 
for yeah like holy shit this is a problem we get a real human predator here um there's only been 20 uh you know shark attacks you know which comes down to less than 10 per century uh that's really low (laughs) in a hundred years you're getting less than 10 and of those 10 you're getting like a smaller percentage of fatalities um it shows you how emotionally based humans are and like scare tactics because if people told you the amount of people who drowned to death per year and and you were like oh yeah i'll I'll go to the beach it's fine but they told you there's one this one or two shark attacks per decade and you're like i'm not going in those waters but it's much more likely you will drown the water for sure yeah, I you mean, can drown in back thousands water, of you know? times more likely you'll drown than the shark attacks. But if, at this if point, probably shark millions, attack in the beach, dude. you'll never go back there. But if five people drown, you go, oh, that won't happen to me. Uh, fuck it's it. much yeah, like uh, yeah. it's like plane crashes against car crashes. I'll oh, drive yeah. a car every day of my life, but if I get in a plane, I'm like, oh, this is scary. It's so it's gonna happen. Yeah. But you know, plane crashes are like shark attacks. They never happen, but they're terrifying. And car crashes are like drowning. Happens all the fucking time, and no one cares. Yep, exactly. So. So that's my thing is that like anytime you think yeah one australia a different story uh hawaii's got some shit going on and then southern california mexico especially mexico like if you go to cabo san lucas you probably don't want to go swim in the ocean they're there so you know like it's still not they're there globally there was 70 shark attacks last year in the entire planet on record of course there's probably like four well i think a lot of 70 is like you just know this is an area you don't fucking swim in because the sharks are here and they're hunting sure so like there's you know as most things you know information is information is power and i sound like an idiot but like you know we're not a bunch of like monkeys who are just like dumb and it's oh it's a body of water let's go and it's safe it's not safe you know especially australia has you know in the same fucking ocean has snakes box jellyfish sharks and uh fucking crabs will probably cut your head off like it's just somewhere you don't go in the no, water they have the blue ring octopus where if you got stung by it it's, it's smaller than your hand but you will die there's no yeah exactly so there's some areas where like yeah, if we just if every body of water we treat the same, we'd be that number would be increased. But we know that there's a lot of places where you just shouldn't surf because yeah. <laughs> you're gonna get eaten by a shark or a box ring jellyfish or a uh, you know uh, you said octopus or a box yeah, jellyfish. Yeah, blue octopus, box jellyfish, fucking snake, fucking dingoes. Yeah. Like you just go, yeah, I'm not gonna freaking have barracuda. a good day here because it's pretty wild. A barracuda, that's a bad bite. Um, that's a big part of it. Is that, you know, we've learned to like, don't go where the, where they're really feeding. That's true. So, yeah. What do you think of uh, Final Thoughts for our listeners? You know, let's go to Final Thoughts. Let's go to Final Thoughts. start us off with final shark thoughts for you john fish are friends not food they tell me that first by bruce the shark from finding nemo what i'm trying to say about sharks is what you just said i'm gonna go first and final thoughts is that sharks are amazing they're terrifying obviously i can still watch jaws tonight 
And although I know it's a great motion picture, nearly flawless, the first blockbuster ever made on record. It was before Star Wars, the first movie that made blockbuster a term. Spielberg, amazing. Quinn's performance, Massachusetts shit, so funny. The tiger shark part, a tiger, what? It's a great movie. But I'm still scared of sharks. If I ever saw a fin, I wouldn't go in the water. But that's because I use my human brain about it, like we just said. And I figure I'm just as likely to die from a shark attack than if I'm going to die from a, you know, a blue ring octopus. It's just not true. They are just a part of our earthly environment. It's like shooting wolves. It's like trapping bears or killing tigers. Because of the world we live in now, we're not threatened by these there, there are beautiful animals and they're part of the ecosystem. Sharks balance it out like everything else. These fish need to die. <laughs> we don't need to capture them all in our nets by the 10,000, but it, it's the predator-prey relationship in nature needs to be balanced out. And if you kill every wolf, it becomes overpopulated with deer. The deer starve to death. They get sick. It's bad for everybody. And sharks are obviously terrifying. I'm never doing the thing where it's swimming with sharks or the shark tank. I, that's not my thing. I'd much rather do that with other animals that are scary in a cage than sharks because of the whole water thing. And I don't know about you. I know that you're okay with it, but the whole bleeding out in the salt water and the the drowning part of it, it just freaks me the fuck out. I'm not good with it at all. But all in all, I think sharks are amazing. They're overly hyped up in the news to be terrifying because it gets a lot of views, a lot of clicks. When people get die from a shark attack, it's scary. It's, it's sexy. It's sensational. I mean, I think Jaws is a huge part of that, but Ultimately, let the sharks keep on keeping on. They were here long before us. They were here before trees. They were here before Saturn had rings. They were here before dinosaurs. And if they keep this up and we don't put as as much plastic in the ocean as there are grains of sand on the beach, or we don't hunt them all to extinction to put them in our soup to get our dicks hard, then sharks will be here long after us too. And they are crazy cold-blooded not actually cold-blooded but like lifeless eyes doll's eyes creepy ass fish who are amazing and i wish the megalodon was still here so i could see it breach out of that beach i say sharks are all right keep around big shark fan shark fin that's all i gotta say thanks joe the real appropriate final thoughts you did a great job Thank you. Um, I immediately think that Megalodon are still real. I have hope. I have belief. I think there's more to this world than we believe. And it gives me a lot of hope in the morning. That's on brand for you. Fucking goddamn hope they're real. Again, I don't know. I'm not trying to say I'm not being conspiracy theorists. I just, I just, I just really well, hope. The thing is, they are real. It's just, are they still here? I hope they're still here. I really fucking do. Um, and I, uh, one, really fucking hope they're still here. Two, um, uh, respect and love sharks. Like I said, if I was going to go, I think this is it. You know, that's the way that I would, I would have peace with, you know, uh, fear in the water. It's salty. It's nice. It smells good. It's cold. It's, um, it's whatever, you know, and you're just gone. No one has to deal with anything. It's, it's fine. You know, like I think that, the, you know, dying in a, on the pavement on a highway is way stupider, you know, fuck that. Agreed. So, um, yeah. So, or just like, yeah, you're just old and whatever it is. Like, you know, like it just sounds like it makes sense. Like James Bond shark pit, maybe a little scarier, you know, I want to deal with that. Um, but 
Um, but overall, sharks are goddamn man. What a fucking cool thought. You ever get down? Think of a shark. That's what I say. You know, like they're cool. Like that's a cool. That's a cool thing, dude. They get the fin. There, they mean business. You see them, they, they respect immediately. No one goes, oh, it's a fucking jerk. Fuck it. It's like, no, they're fucking here for a reason. Lost my damn pinky. Exactly. Like that guy. Sharks are not fucking around at all. You know, fucking hammerheads, gray whites, basking sharks, even who just eat algae are fucking huge and cool. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously the megalodon's fucking cool like ultimate a plus plus predator that just kicks so much fucking ass and uh and they're just fucking cool like i'm big big fan big fan that big Big fan fin. Of shark big fin big fin of the shark so um uh yeah reach out respect the sharks uh you know support the shark conservation committees yeah uh, i know it's it's, it's kind of gross but like we don't throw your condoms in the ocean is what yeah we need to save them yeah and they're being overhunted they have been for hundreds of years and no point actually a lot of sharks are on the endangered species list and it's not Mm -hmm. we need them yeah and there's just no point why what's the fucking point like they're not gonna hurt you so like just keep them right yeah and what i've heard about people who've had shark fin soup like you know like anthony bardane basically no one i know it's like yeah. bitter, shitty soup. Like fuck that. There's no, no, there's no spiritual healing qualities for eating a shark. Yeah, but no. it live its full life and go fuck yourself. And it's, uh, it's, it's mumbo jumbo, magical bullshit, super yeah. serious crap. Exactly. Uh, if you really need, need to eat shark fin soup, just let your fucking girlfriend piss in your mouth and take a shit in your chest. Okay. So <laughs> you'll get uh, more out of it. And yeah, you exactly. You know, like we talked about how fucking weird and fucked up that is, and. Don't off, fucking off, eat sharks. Off, Just off, find yeah. something else fucked up to do, please. <laughs> yeah, please. We don't, don't we don't want that. But do swim naked in the ocean. I heard that's pretty fun. Yeah, and sharks might not say that. And you know, we didn't mention that. So it took me a while to learn this. Is that I was like, oh, so if I, you know, cut my finger off, you know, sharks can be three thousand miles away and smell it. It's like no, no, no. It doesn't. Because I was like, the the speed of smell is, you know. F- one of the comedians yeah, it's, that. it's how particles travel in the medium so eventually that those particles will get there and they'll they'll be able to detect one part per billionth of blood and know where the blood is coming right from. But the, yeah you don't just it's not like a it's like just a, so a, diluted that they'll still be able to track it is yeah exactly it's not like all of a sudden i you know shit myself blood and then yeah and uh, a shark knows sharks. immediately when it's in san diego and i'm in Tampa Bay. <laughs> yeah, it's not. A, it's you not know? a beacon. I thought it was. I was like. Them. I was like. So if I immediately just piss blood, they're gonna know this. No. Like the second it happens, it's like no, no, no. It they'll know them. it in you know, yeah. uh, you know, four months when they the water it. current brings it over there. They'll, but they'll be able to yeah. track that blood based off of how diluted it is. That's how right. good their noses are. So. And I also learned this week that there's a, sp- a certain chemical that. Uh, is released in the atmosphere or like is part of the uh, precipitation in the atmosphere that we can smell as humans. It's the same chemical when, when it's raining, when it's about to rain or it's raining out. You can see you know how the air smells oh, different. Oh, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. We don't, there's a name for it, but it's like very technical. But I guess that humans in a uh, scientific test are better at detecting that chemical than sharks are to blood. So in some ways, we can smell like sharks, but it's only for a certain specific thing. And as sharks are biologically engineered through nature, 
to track that blood. Us humans can smell rain in that way too, but not blood. Well, we water, you know. So it comes from the desert where it's like, oh, there's water over here because we can smell it. That's Bingo. pretty cool. Pretty cool. I'm cool with that. So on that note, that's uh, that's Dylan Joe Basement uh, Pumpkin Spice Shark episode of Shark Week, Shark Day, Shark episode. We Two podcasters go into the water. Two of them go into undisclosed location. Only one comes out. Lifeless eyes, dull's eyes. Honor the man. Crush the can. Love the shark. DJBP. We'll see you guys next week. I mean, I sort of thought I was because my first time, but like, I. Hey, we've all uh, been there. <laughs> Someone puts something in you, you start bleeding, and you think you're going to die. <laughs> happens every now and then. And then you wake up and they give you a cookie and they give so you So I've had two number. parts of a shark attack. I had ugly, the look ugly, fuck hard. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's how it goes. It's so, not true for airplanes or for fish, though, unfortunately. Unfortunately, yeah, look ugly, bomb hard. Maybe, but. Um, uh, and bomb is a good thing in that department, not yeah. fucking bomb a stand-up improv. Different. Um, <laughs> so, in hundreds of million years before you even got on land, and they're like, this is how it goes in the ocean. I understand. This is, this is the ultimate playground. So, <laughs> it's, you know. the ocean is the ultimate playground. Dylan yeah. Reed, the Dylan and Joe Basement <laughs> podcast. You're here first, folks. You're first, guys. There's, there's no spiritual healing qualities for eating a shark. Yeah, but no. it live its full life and go fuck yourself. And it's, it's, it's mumbo jumbo magical bullshit. Super yeah, crap. Exactly. If you really need to eat shark fin soup, just let your fucking girlfriend piss in your mouth and get shit in your chest. Okay. <laughs> so, I don't know. You should ask the bass. Um, bass them out. I, I don't know. I mean, like, great episode. Um, bass got the Hermiton. after the thing, right? It's named after the World War II use of this thing. Dude, they Panzer... didn't have anything called Panzer Tank Chocolates. And they were like, oh yeah, by the way, it's meth. No, Panzer they doesn't meth. mean tank. But what's it mean? The Panzer Tank though, right? It, yeah, that's a type of tank. But yeah, what's it mean? Panzer in German uh, does not, it's not necessarily a, a tank quality. It's like the Panzer Tank was like, you know, it was a Tiger Tank, which is named after the Tiger. Yeah. Panzer Tank is something else, but it's called Zotter Panzer Chocolate. So like, yeah, but they named that after the World War II shit, right? They didn't name it. It has a swastika on it, so. <laughs> <laughs> so just probably. But... I'm just saying they didn't call it Panzer Chocolate. And then, oh, yeah, oh. I guess we'll use this in a Panzer Tank afterwards. No, it, the chicken and the egg situation was it was Panzer Chocolate was the slang term for meth. And then they called it Panzer Chocolate. And now in 2022, they call it Panzer Chocolate because people know that means meth, right? Uh, I gotta be on track with that, even though I know oh, it's German. Fuck, dude! Wow, I just there's really... no way it was called Panzer Chocolate 50 years before it was used in the tank. I All just right, I really, really, really just up my. I really did it good this time. So Panzer, <laughs> believe it or not, actually means tank. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that that was like they like called Panzer tank. tanks. Tank, it's tank. called the tank. Exactly. Tank. I thought it was like Tiger Tank. Yeah. Panzer, no, that, no, I, I was on board. I was like, that sounds right. That sounds right. Literally means uh, tank. Tank. tank yeah. So, uh, you know. oh yeah, exactly. This is shark attacks on humans. Yeah, this isn't the that. Daily Seal Report uh, Gazette. <laughs> like, oh shit, another group of the Daily Seal casualties. Seventy-five hundred are gone today. Have you or a loved one ever suffered from financial trouble, from loans, 
medical debt. I think I have a solution for you, and you should listen closely. I think you need cash, a direct influx of capital into your life, whether that be robbing a bank, a loan from a family member that you don't plan to pay back. <laughs> Fuck. Don't break. Is it going? Classic stuff. Yeah, when the light's on. Hey, Dom, um, I'm really trying to get my finances in order, and I think everything's all set and good to go. Like, I'm basically all set until I die, but that's my worry. After I pass away, my casket's going to rot, and no one's going to do repairs to it. So I was thinking about getting uh, full premium casket insurance. So that even beyond my death, it'll stay nice and preem, that marble finish. You're talking casket insurance through Theodore Plast? Yes. The leading casket renovations in the country. Is there, are they the leading in the country? In the country. Been around since 1924. Wow. You know, they made a killing in World War II. Oh, my God. I mean, when 9-11 happened, they were like, ding, ching, 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 ching. And the thing about, the thing about Theodore money. Plasky... Jewish. Oh, that's good for the pod. <laughs> Jewish. <laughs> Tiger, what?